Hello everyone, welcome to At The Movies, episode 5. The date is the 12th of February, 2019, and my name is John. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm James. Hiya guys, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yes, I'll mate. Yeah, All well. good. I'll just check it was the 12th of February. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just Time making sure it was. How are you guys doing? Have you had a good week? Or Yes, I'd say we... Um, we normally mention it on the pod. We had a poker night on the weekend. Yeah, I've got. I forgot all about that. We had another poker night on yeah. uh, Saturday, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I, I came away with a bit of money, so I'm, I'm happy. With yeah, it. you took took a bit more cash on. You split with uh, Joe this time, didn't you? Yeah, I've, I've twice. I've split it now, um, and people might think I'm I'm pushing out, but I had no right taking any money both times. So, <laughs> so I'm I, in my in my book, I'm a winner. So. <laughs> well, you come up with money, so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, I was at a stag do, but I turned up a bit later on than I. Uh, yeah, of course, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh uh, God, I was so, so wasted. You were on a, on a day long stag do, weren't yeah. you? In in town, and you turned up about was it about half eleven or something. It was like about that. that so. Oh <laughs> God, I was. It was funny. Yeah, I was in a bad way. Yeah, it was good. But it wasn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> bad ways were had by all. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a good night. I yeah, enjoyed so. it. Did a bit of camping as well last week. Went to. Uh, a place in uh, in Snowdon in Wales. Uh, it was snowing, snow camping. It was, yeah. uh, it was lovely. Oh, we yeah. saw the Milky Way in the sky and took a few pictures. It was emotional. Yeah, you, you're in, I don't know if you've mentioned it on the pod. You're into your photography, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a well, passion I've, of mine. I've definitely never mentioned it on the pod before, but whenever I go up to see family in like Scotland or Carlisle, yeah. I love the fact there's like no light pollution up there at all. Yeah. And when like night hits, you can just see like the entire night sky kind of yeah, thing. It's amazing. A, yeah. Just makes you realise how much difference it is to like yeah. living yeah, in Warrington, like, yeah. and there's well, just we, constant light pollution going on. There's a if you just type it on Google um, light pollution map, you can see where all the dark spots are in the UK, and uh, Snowdon here is probably the closest one to where we are. Uh, so right. it was really good, beautiful. Yeah. I was a bit concerned you're going to die because it was yeah, absolutely it was minus four at week. one point, and um, yeah, it's pretty pretty horrible. Life. How did you survive sleeping in a tent in that temperature? Just a uh, snuggled for warmth. Did you have no heat? It was like broke back mountain. Three, <laughs> three guys. <laughs> well, it's a film it podcast, so good. it's yeah. a good, good, good reference. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, just got a bit of news for you both. Nothing major, but Nick, I know you've heard about it. But uh, James, I'm pretty sure I know what your reaction has got to be. But the new Avengers film been announced. It's over three hours long. It's too much, isn't it? I, th- I think personally it's too much. It's like. a bit shit, them films. I mean, no offence to anyone. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm guessing the uh, most of the people that, have going, that went to the preview of it, they're probably going to be fans anyway, aren't they? Or did they did, did they did, yeah. did they tend to like have a people that aren't and people who are? Is that I think they'll all be fans. They, they did it with yeah. like Justice League and stuff. And the early word on Justice League was quite positive. And then you watch that film and you think, what planet were they on? Like, you know what I mean? I, think, I don't even think fans could like that. That's what I mean. Like, it so must I, have I been don't like, understand that. like they but, were on hard drugs when they were making it. <laughs> but the reason I mention it is because, uh, like, it's three hours long, and apparently not a single person got up to go to the toilet during it because everyone oh, was like, just did it in the pants. <laughs> no, because everyone was that into it. Like, they didn't want to go away and like miss a second. That's of why it. I stopped drinking. When I uh, not, no, I've not stopped drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, when I stop drinking, when, I, when I go to the cinema, yeah. 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 I don't want to ruin the. Thought that was a New Year's resolution or something. Then yeah, you could go no. in teetotal. <laughs> that ain't me. That. <laughs> but on the Avengers thing, like I find it almost borderline rude that like Marvel expects families with kids 
to take their young children to a film for over three hours, kind of thing, yeah, true, true. and make like make those kids stay still for like over three. And you know, that they, they is one thing, it. but also I bet the kids are making noise and stuff, and they get bored. That's what I mean. Like for people who do want to watch just, the film. To be fair, all it is is flashing colours, and the, that's what kids like. So yeah. yeah. So like you like like people who are interested in the film will be, will be there watching it, and you'll have kids in the next row like kicking off and throwing tantrums and stuff because the yeah, the two and a half hours into a film that you know they're not that bothered about anyway. They, they shouldn't have had to endure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that would be more on the parents though for thinking, why, why, why don't I just get this on Blu-ray? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. keep them at home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like they're not going to sit still in a cinema, mm. so I'm not going to subject everyone else to them like you know moving about all the time and that. It's true. I yeah. don't know. I'm I, I'm somewhat excited for the movie, but I think, as you might know, I'm I'm a bit of a Marvel yeah, fan. I think three hours is long for any film. I think if it was a World War I Two mean, epic, I know. I think three hours is too much for any film. Yeah. Person. It, I mean, it, it there is some Quentin Tarantino films that are pushing that length. That I was going to say there's like um, I think it's going to have to be a, a really well put together film, and I don't know whether whether the Marvel films. Ah, like the, I've never seen it, but the good, bad, and the ugly—that's three hours, three hours long. Not so, I don't remember it being that long. But I remember s- loving it. I, 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 I believe it's an amazing film. Yeah. That, but I used to watch it as a, as a, like a kid. I used to absolutely love it. Mm. Yeah, the only ones that I can enjoy are like QT films. I, mean, I think Pulp Fiction might be like dead on three hours or mm. something. It's long that in it, but yeah, and uh, even like Peter Jackson has the good sense to like. If he's doing like a film like that, he'll put it on DVD. He'll yeah. put like a cut down version in the cinema yeah. and release the extended version. Well, I'm not sure whether, whether it was him or whether it was the, the studio who said, no, that film's not going out that long. Yeah. Could potentially be a bit both. I mean, it could backfire massively. People could look at this film and think, I'm not taking my kids to a three hour long film. You yeah. know, maybe, mental, maybe like, only people who actually care about the film go and see it. Then. Yeah. I could be totally wrong. It could like be the biggest film ever. But yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be but the yeah. most expensive film ever, though, won't it? Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. there, won't it? Yeah, what the budget is for it. Well, I know uh, Spectre is one of the most expensive films ever, unofficially, because oh, Sony hidden hid how much it actually cost because like it cost like four hundred million dollars or something. They fucked something up, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't want people to know how much money they spent on the film, kind of thing, because oh, it was God. like. Did they, did, you not, did they make the money back though? Yeah, they, they yeah. made like nearly a billion dollars. Did you not say that there, so. something like, bad happened in in production, so they had to axe a load of stuff scrap it I think that's why Rogue One was so expensive as well wasn't it yeah Rogue One like they reshot so much of the film I would love to see some of that footage from Rogue One and see what actually they did yeah when you watch the first trailer there's so much stuff that isn't in the final film yeah it's really weird like the like Vader stuff as well Darth Vader stuff that they don't put in the film really like, yeah but with, with the, the Spectre thing it was actually uh, the explosions in the film that you see are real explosions and like it just cost so much to set all these massive bombs off. So <laughs> That's so much better than CGI. I, yeah, I, that, really. That. I, I'm always of a standpoint where you should only use CGI if you don't want it to look like CGI. Yeah. Any spaceships flying past, you can't have it CGI. If it's something you can only do, oh, I don't know. I think uh, we, I think what you might be trying to say is uh, if you can do it without CGI. Do it without CGI. Yeah, yeah. So, so like yeah. explosion should probably be. Yeah, because explosions. you can do that in real life. Exactly. Um, it's sp- like spaceships on the other end. Going to the the filming question tonight. Um, there's a bit where some guy puts a fag out on his tongue or a cigar, and the yeah. spark comes off, and it's obviously CGI. I mean, I don't expect the fella to put a fag out in his mouth I mean, or a cigarette for American say, like, audiences. There's, sorry, there's, there's yeah. some actors that would though, and they're like you know, like the proper like method actors, like. If like you've got if Daniel Day Lewis would probably put up if you got like fucking if you got um what's the guy from the Cuban out um, 
Jack Nicholson. Jack, Jack Nicholson would probably do some mad like that. Yeah, like, yeah, like method acting, yeah. Because yeah. 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 apparently he was, did a bit of method acting when he was uh, the Joker, wasn't he, in uh, the original Batman mm. 1989 one? Went a bit mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. If you had an actor like that in this film, like, and you asked him to do that, they'd probably just do it anyway. Like, do you I, think, I want it to look good. A bit of a crazy question. don't know why I'm thinking of this now. Just think of a method actor. Do you think that Jim Carrey was a method actor when he did Man on the Moon? Or do you think he oh, took oh, it too far? Oh, he definitely far? was, yeah. Do you think he took it too far? <laughs> Have you seen the documentary? That I've not watched the documentary. I think you have, Nick. I, I have yeah. Is it Andy and Jim? It's called. That's the one. I've not watched it, but from what I've seen of that, he, he was, was definitely weird. Once, like Jim Carrey yeah. like, lost his man, and I know he's not going through a good patch at the minute because he's a bit I mental think, at the I minute. I think but, he might be yeah. a bit better now. Like, he? He, he went through a bad patch, you know, where he kind yeah. of got into his art. And I think just, something really bad happened to his girlfriend or something. She died. But I think she might have... Uh, like all, all of, and all of her families kind of blamed it on him. Yeah, that's that, like, right. You almost pushed her into it. Fucking uh, hell. Not even pushed her into it, but I think like um, he supposedly gave her like an STD, and wow. the, and, the, and maybe he was like pushing her into it a little bit as well. I don't know, but we push into suicide. I, I don't. I don't think I. I see. I'm, I. I don't quote me on that. I think like just like affecting a mental state. Yeah, he might. Have, like, he might have affected the mental yeah. state. I don't know if it's just. I because, don't know whether. I don't that's know if true. it's just because like. Um, he gave the STD or something, and that that's what they're saying. I mean, is that, is that went, true he, as well? But he went through a load of um, legal battles against Oh, them. my God. So, mm. That's horrible. But I think he's like he's obviously doing that new series now called Funny or something. He's, he's doing a TV series. Yeah, I've not heard about this. He's doing a TV, like, he's, he's, obviously he's been, he's not done anything for ages. He did Kick-Ass 2, didn't he? He about, did that, and he did the occasional... Was that 15, yeah, it would have been, yeah, 2015, I think. And he, did, yeah. and he did the occasional animation, you know, like he did Horse and Here's a Who and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, he um, did, didn't he? No, he's doing this, like, um, TV series about, it's about this this guy who's just depressed. Um, he's like, he's, he's supposed to be like a kid's uh, entertainer. Do you know that? Uh, sounds, like, sounds like it sums his life up a little no, bit, No, 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 that's what I mean. He's, he was like a kid's entertainer. He just weren't doing it for him. He weren't mm. feeling good. Uh, and and he's, he's just depressed, and his wife left him. It's quite a sad thing to watch. Sounds like, and actually. like with it being him as well. Have you seen this, bro? I've watched like the first episode. Yeah. Where can we watch this if we need to watch? Uh, it? God, I'm not sure. You might the internet to, somewhere, might, some might streaming able, service. You might be able to find it online. Somewhere. Yeah, I think it might be on now TV. Maybe. Mm. Um, right. Sorry, cool. I've not even heard of that one. I'll, I'll no, I'm definitely up for watching that. It's, I do, it's, I, I do like it's a weird Kelly. one for like a guy that was so like. Um, you know, with his rubber face and stuff, and mm. he, and he was always—I um, don't want to say overacting, but if I say like, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like playing up to the. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that uh, think he was like that. Um, one of uh, Robin Williams was similar yeah, to that. Yeah. In, uh, That's what I'm in saying. So, so for seeing a guy like going from that to this role, you're like, Oof, this is mental. It's yeah. quite sad, that, isn't it? Yeah. Like a uh, black and white kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what were we talking about? Avengers. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Avengers, we'll all look forward to that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go and watch it anyway. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I mentioned this, because I don't know anything about it, but I believe the BAFTAs happened at the weekend, is this right? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Nick, do you know any yeah. of the winners? I, I don't know any. Yeah. <laughs> right, the BAFTAs. Um, is that where, uh, jo- Joanna Lumley host it? I'm not sure. And did you make some sort of comment about is, uh, the KKK is that the or something? One? I don't know. I think she, there's been some uproar. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I think she made a tasteless oh, joke about, about she's been, she's the clan. A bad week to do it. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was a guy, I can't remember who it was now. Um, he presented one. Um, oh, God, who is it now? Um, he presented a, an, an award 
and um, and he made a joke, <laughs> um, um, and it was something along the lines of like, oh, like, no, um, stuff like wouldn't be right, and he was t- he was kind of doing all like a simile, and he was like, and he was like, he was like, oh, it's it's like you know, um, Jackson Five about Michael Jackson, um, without uh, Queen without um. Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury and and Queen were in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like like I was I was reading it like you know like they could have been offended. I mean they were oh, apparently oh, they were fine with it. But yeah, but it's one of them a bit of a faux pas. Like, yeah, yeah, they shouldn't even be called that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's essentially saying that like like um, like is is, is like like um, whatever he's comparing. Can it you have to. Audio Slave again if Chris Cornell's dead? Doesn't exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's profits are rage. Basically saying it's not the same without these people in that band and they were in the room. I was like, yeah, oh. they're still touring. Yeah, I think the only winner. I do know. I think, I think, uh, I think he might have won um, music. One um, star oh. is born. Oh, not really. It's supposed to be good. I've not I seen. Think, that. I think Rami Malek might have again won yeah. a, a best actor. I do like Rami Malek. That was great. Yeah, great I did actor. myself. Uh, I think the favourite got a few awards as well. I think maybe Olivia Coleman got best actress. I'm, I'm totally. I've not seen Bohemian Rhapsody sport. either. Have you seen that? I have. I think is it's it good. I think yeah, it's yeah. I really need to watch that. Uh, I thought it was good. I don't, don't love it or anything. But I thought no, it was. Uh, don't love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think Green Book might have got something, but again, I'm, yeah. I'm completely. Just, so yeah. his only films after his British sort of films, isn't it? I don't know how it works to be honest. Yeah, whether like the need to oh, be Green British Bo- funded or not. I guess or... Green Book wouldn't American. Be. No, 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 I'm probably wrong about that. I might be thinking of the other one. You've, there's been so many awards. Like yeah. there's well, the SAG awards. There's you know like believe, the Golden Globes. The, the, the Grammys the was the same night as the Bafta's, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that's what James was saying before. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Simultaneously, um, Lady Gaga won like two. two oh Grammys. really? That's yeah. actually quite. Yeah, quite cool. one for the mute for the music for the film and one for the film. Yeah. Fair play to her. That's a weird like. Kind of life imitating art thing because in *A Star Is Born* she wins Grammys, don't she? So it's, like, yeah. it's like she's won Grammys in the film and then won Grammys. It's like making the a music film she about made for the winning film. an Oscar in it, winning an Oscar. Yeah, it? it's a weird like a uh, little dual role thing going on there. But uh, we'll just mention there about Joanna Lumley might have had a bad week. Yeah, uh, Liam Neeson definitely. Oh, had a bad he's week. had a bad week. <laughs> he? Oh, he yeah. Did, yeah. Wow. But do you know what? I don't think, without the risk of sounding like a racist or anything. At least he's come out with it and said, "I've made a mistake." And yeah, I, I, he, 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 he at that moment in his life, I think he was a racist, wasn't he? he he's kind of made the point that, that, like, the whole point of him telling the story was that forty years ago, I, I felt this way, and I knew it was, I know it's wrong to feel that way. Like yeah. that's why I'm telling the story. But everyone, he didn't have it up. to say that, did he? Could have kept it quiet. And yeah, exactly. He, the thing is, though, like, it wasn't really cool anecdote though was it especially when you're telling it to a journalist I'm sure that like um, the whole thing with Marky Mark Matt Wahlberg like um, I'm sure like he came out and said that year's gone by you know what I mean yeah yeah he was in a gang or something well (coughs) well, he literally physically attacked a shopkeeper I believe because he attacked him like a pipe or something yeah it was literally a racist attack I didn't know that and and I think he's come out in an interview and saying and like you know he's still a up and start up, yeah. Because up I think that um, the Liam Neeson's had some films postponed or cancelled or something. Like it was a film called Cold Mountain, which is about a father getting revenge for his son being murdered, which is why which he's talking about the right, stuff in the first place. Okay. Uh, but I was actually looking forward to Cold Mountain. It looked it looked okay. So uh, yeah, so I think it probably will be coming out. I don't know. So I'm imagining why he actually said that. Then um, I didn't realize the context. It makes sense now. He's probably saying, "Oh, well, we've all had weird thoughts, well, haven't no, we? No, yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah. that weird, mate. Well, not, <laughs> not that one that quite. No, like no, that, might, it's probably the same. Like I was kind of drawn to this kind of project because I've already been there because I've I've been in that position. Yeah. So like you know, I felt like they don't bring don't, something to yeah, the but you don't get Adolf Hitler to star in your film about zombies and Nazis, do you? No, I don't. But I mean. 
I'm, I'm guessing he was sent the script, and um, yeah. and he and he just thought, you know, I've, I've, I can I've, relate to I've, that. I've, I've been know. in that position before, so I can kind of understand where yeah. you'd go. Kind of. But I don't, I, I don't think he's a racist. No, for, for doing that, but well, no, he was a racist for for, for thinking that. Definitely, yeah, Surely, yeah. yeah, yeah. But was forty but years ago, I mean, thing and maybe he made a mistake when he's young or something. He's yeah, repented yeah. from his ways, hopefully. And it's funny just mentioned Marky Mark Wahlberg there. I think I, I spoke about this with Joe in work that the is the Barbra Streisand effect thing. People only know about that now because Marky Mark uh, filed an appeal in 2015 to get that, what do you call it when you let off with something like a, when you record? An acquittal. Like an acquittal, like a... Oh, we wanted it like pretty much... Um, like struck wife. off his record kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of the right word for it when I you get like something remember. cleaned off your record. Yeah, but sure. he appealed for that in 2015 to have it like removed from his record. Yeah. And they said no. And because of that, everyone now knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so it backfired again. Backfired a bit, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like that was what, four years ago now? And like... He's probably at the peak of his career at this point. Yeah, it's not affecting him as it is. Well, I'd say he's at the peak of his financial career, but the films that he's putting out are nowhere near as get, good as I the films so, that he's been I in in the past, well, like, in my opinion. Financially, he definitely yeah. is. He's, yeah. If you're making money, then fair enough, but I think it shouldn't really be as much about the money with films the, the, these days. People don't only give a shit about that, don't they? Now? Yeah. It's not the it Departed. should be more about I'm making sure like... The Departed made him a lot of money, but yeah. arguably his best film. Yeah. Yeah, it should be more about making entertaining films, shouldn't it, more than anything, just uh, you. I, I think that. Instead of Daddy's Home. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind Daddy's Home. I don't mind the first one. <laughs> I've never seen that, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so I think uh, we're all done with the catch-up. You all okay yeah. to move on to the, the uh, main event? The main event, yeah. Uh, this week, we're talking about Shane Black's The Predator, which came out in 2018, uh, we're talking about it now because it came out on Blu-ray a couple of weeks ago. So we thought we'd uh, catch up with it, with a recent release kind of thing, yeah. have a chat about it. Yeah, I seen this in, well, when were you actually? Now? Yeah, you me, went, you and Heggie won it. Yeah, Heggie went, to, went uh, to watch it in the cinema pretty much on release. On, yeah, on, the, on Wednesday night, yeah, when it, it came on out. Yeah. It came out, I think. Um, and I believe you've watched it, what, last week? Yeah, I watched it a few days ago. Yeah, okay. So well, I'll give you a quick plot synopsis if that's okay. Uh, do a clip and then we'll get into it. After a predator kills his entire platoon, a soldier, Quinn McKenna, played by Boyd Holbrook, sends evidence of the alien home as proof of what really happened to his men. But after a genetically enhanced predator arrives on Earth, called Upgrade, in search of what was stolen, the soldier teams up with a unit of loonies and a geneticist in a race to save his son that he unknowingly made into the predator's next target. Whoa. Sounds spooky, that. Yeah, man. yeah. Upgrade though, what was that? Why? Well, I, I get he's an upgrade. So, what? What was the the idea of it? I I got from it was basically like the predators would wouldn't just kill for sport if they're not even sports killers, are they? They like they they, they use a spinal fluid of some sort. They, they, I don't yeah, know what they did. They broke the the backs of some creatures and sucked the stuff out. It's a good point to start off with. Like the old predator films, the the point of the films was always that the predators came to earth when it was hot to hunt for sport just for fun like hunt people the, the best of the species yeah. kind of thing because there's a very good point I mean, in it that says oh that's not a predator that's a sports hunter or something yeah it's a nice little joke in this one yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, are we, uh, I'm sorry are we going to listen to a bit of a, a trailer oh shit yep sorry here's a clip Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Brack thanks for coming I'm sure you have questions oh just two actually okay why do you call it the predator 
uh, nickname? You know, the data suggests that it tracks its prey, exploits weakness, seems to, well, enjoy it. Like a game. That's not a predator, that's a sports hunter. Sorry? A predator kills its prey to survive. I mean, what you're describing is more like a bass fisherman. Well, we took a vote. Predator's cooler, right? Fuck yeah. Okay, so that was the predator. Uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, an, imp- an important thing before that. The the point of the predators was always they hunted people when it was hot for sport, but this film completely retcons the the background of the predator. Yeah, yeah. They're now making out as if because of global warming, Earth is on the way out, and the predators are here for like one last big sale to get what they can before Earth dies. Kind one of last thing. hoo-ha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they use the spinal fluid to upgrade themselves. That's never been touched upon before in any of the no, ones I've seen. Anyway. That's never been a thing. No. <laughs> sort it, of it, a... It, I'd, I'd compare it to Alien versus Predator. I'd say on level of like how weird it is. I mean, I've got to be. I kind of like the film. It is yeah. really weird and really badly okay, put I together. Thought. But it does feel like the worst parts of AVP at times. Like it just. Even the look of it, like the, the the fact that they fight in the woods at the end, it looks like AVP too. Like there's a scene yeah. in that in the woods and stuff. Uh, what I will say is that it feels as though like they, they, they went with the comedy. I'm glad they did, but a lot of it's cringeworthy. It's not funny comedy. Do you think? Yeah, like, there's a bit where um, what's the the main woman? the main main woman main Olivia Munn, Dragon, yeah. female, yeah, Olivia Munn. Lovely looking girl. Yep. Um, but she, someone says, uh, he's got Tourette's or something, one of the blokes, oh, and he yeah. says, um, like, uh, something about your vagina or something. And uh, and she goes, what? What did you say to me? And then she confronts him, like, it, there's a gang of mercenaries in a room you who, who are criminals. You're not going to go up to them and go, what the fuck did you say about yeah. my minge? You know what I mean? It's just not, I, yeah. I, well, God, I did find that quite funny, that bit where she's leaving, and he's like, eat your pussy. Yeah, that, that like, was what, what did you say? That's, that's the line. And he said, I was saying, sheesh, you're pushy. That's the one. <laughs> I quite like that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I described that wrong with where I was going. But really, the, the joke was all right. But it's uh, meant, worth mentioning, it's written by Shane Black, who did, he wrote Lethal Weapon, he wrote The Last Boy Scout, uh, he directed uh, The Nice Guys. And he starred in the first. He was in the original. He was in the first Predator was Hawkins. Yeah, I think he might have wrote the Predator as well. Was he the, 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 the guy with the, the, the aviator, sung, uh, aviator glasses? Big glass, big yeah, geeky yeah, yeah. looking guy, yeah. yeah. And, uh, he did, big uh, and geeky don't really go well together normally. They're like, this guy's a hench, isn't he? Well, it's funny when you see him now, Shane Black, he looks totally different to what he was back then. Like, uh, well, it was like 35 guy. years ago or something. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he did the Nice Guys, which I love, which again is hilarious, nice like guy. really funny. That's again yeah. with um, Matt Wahlberg again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe and Crow. Ryan Gosling. What am I nice thinking guys. of? Don't have a clue. I'm not sure. You think Pain of the, and Gain. Pain and Gain, maybe. I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and he did a oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr. And he also did Iron Man 3 with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I know what you funny. mean now. I think, I think, yeah, you think you've told me about this before. Yeah. And he writes his films like to be like 80s action comedies. So like they're meant to feel a bit throwback, you know, like the humour and stuff. There's a load of like 80s action jokes in this film. Uh, but I think the writing is okay in this in terms of the, the characters. It's just the the film feels like it's been reshot a million times and just yeah. patched together kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? The, Can I touch upon the, my least favourite part? Yep. It's when Olivia Munn says, oh, you are one beautiful motherfucker. Can we get a clip of that? Yeah, but... Okay. Uh, (laughs) You are one beautiful motherfucker. It was shit because he wasn't beautiful and it was completely out of her character. I don't think she would have. That was a callback. No, I know that's what I'm. 
I, I know, I know it was you want one ugly motherfucker. I know yeah, that. Yeah, but I'll just be like, clip. it was just so cheesy. Beep. You one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> but I, I just thought it was so cheesy, you know, and it did, and it wasn't didn't really I, fit her character. Yeah, at I all. guess. But I think I think it was just. They, they, I know they, what they it tried, was. They but... tried to shoehorn as much like throwbacks to yeah. the film as <clears> this film possibly could. Come There's from. another yeah. one as well, another really uh, bad one. Where they're get to the, the choppers, get to the choppers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's I, like I, really, I can't really deal with that. Yeah, I love when I mean on on I think it's on Jurassic World the first one. There's little bits in it like there's a there's a shot where there's an upturned truck like a jeep and in yeah, the mirror yeah. it said like uh, object objects in mirror are closer than they appear. I like stuff like that. It's nerdy yeah. and. But these are like right in your face. Just kind in of your thing, face, like. and it's not they're not showing you anything that's cheap because you can just write that and get an actor to say it. It's not showing you something cool. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I minded too much like the throwbacks. Like they, they, they made me laugh a bit. But yeah. I don't know, my, like on, on what you're talking about, your worst bit, my worst I, I, I couldn't stand that Tourette guy thought. Oh really? I, I like the Tourette guy. I I it, it like he felt very much like an actor trying to have um trying to play a guy with Tourette's. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean true. that's one thing that's worth mentioning. I like the actor Thomas Jane, but like it's just a stereotypical version of Tourette's. Like it's not yeah. actually what no, Tourette's no, is no, like. It's it's not. And neither nothing. is probably that what it's like to be autistic or exactly. a little kid. This is the thing. I hated that bit that, that he uh but it was really irresponsible of his dad to send the Predators sort of lethal weapons back to his home address. He, he uh, oh, sorry, it got bounced back. Yeah, bounced yeah, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then his kid gets all of it and he puts it on as a fucking helmet because he doesn't like going Halloween out. Costume, so he puts his yeah. giant bloody uh, mask on and he starts waddling around the street like someone was a Simpsons or something. But as a visual joke, I found that quite funny when he's just walking around with this giant mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get and that. When he, when he blows up that frat boy's house. Kind yeah, of that was, <laughs> he <laughs> killed, that was kills the guy. Well, just watch the family yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing you, you hit on there as well with the post office, thing, the post box thing, he delivered it to a P.O. box because he wasn't paying for the P.O. box. Yeah. They yeah, just yeah. delivered it to his house. Yeah. That's not how P.O. boxes work. No. That's, like, why, would drug, no pay why would drug dealers bother using them? Yeah. We don't want to pay for them. If they're going to just deliver it to the house anyway, yeah, you could just, yeah. just get free delivery. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that, there was a few inconsistencies yeah. other than the fact that there were um, extraterrestrials blowing each other up. I mean, yeah. That was probably more believable than that PL. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut back to you. you mentioned Olivia Munn. I like Olivia Munn. A lovely looking yep. lady. Great, lovely. great woman. I want to find a porno star that looks like her. That's my goal <laughs> in life. Well, keep keep looking. Well, well I'm going to mention her. Oh. It's not, not quite porno, but oh, she started okay. off like just doing like video game journalism and stuff like That's that. That's interesting. It's weird. Like, That's uh, cool. And then she, she got onto a, a video game show called Attack the Show, which is an, an IGN show, I think. And she was just the host of this like no internet way. show. And from there, she got internet famous, and like she's become like this big actress now, just through kind of internet fame. Like, well, maybe one day someone will uh, take your voices and make them into something weird. Maybe we can become voice actors. Yeah, maybe you can. Who knows? But she uh, that might explain why she's not the the best actor in the world because <laughs> True. she's not really an actor. But I, I wasn't offended by her acting skills. She was okay. Once, she was yeah. okay. She was serviceable. But yeah. then again, with a film like that and the writing and stuff, sometimes you see a really good actor flop. Yeah, like like we were on about with, uh, with it was Bird Box when it where um, John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. John Malkovich. Uh, it, it was not suited for him, and and you know now we're not on the Bird Box podcast. I'm talking about it now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get you to talk about it on the pod, but now you're bringing up any any possibility. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be reverting back to that. Just. 
whenever. Well, you mentioned Bird Box. Uh, Travante Rhodes, who was in Bird Box. Yeah, he's in this as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what's he called in this? Uh, I can't remember. It's the name yeah. of a place like... Texas or something. Something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah like Tallahassee or something. Yeah, but then yeah. you find out... We're <laughs> yeah. just mentioning... It was like a state, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. Like uh, It reminded me of, of uh, Zombieland with Tallahassee with uh, yeah. Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Didn't he have, like... It wasn't wasn't his real name, like, Gaylord? You find out it's called Gaylord. Gaylord, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah that's, that's why I changed it. <laughs> I think it's like Alabama. I wouldn't call him a Gaylord to his face, though, to be fair. No. <laughs> Pretty hard, him, isn't he? But I think he's great. Toronto Rhodes, I think, I, I, I think he's, he was a lot better in Bird Box, strangely. You think? Yeah. He was playing a much more toned down character. He was that playing a real he was, uh, person, wasn't he? That film, even though I'm not like from the last podcast, I, I, I didn't love that film. But Shabonte Rose, is that his Shabonte, uh, yeah. He was pretty good in that. Yeah. A bit more of an arsehole kind of character. I really liked uh, uh, Michael Key in this. I love Key and Peele anyway. Yeah. I like them too. Funny. Not, I mean, obviously, I don't think, I don't know if we've got like. You know, not keen people showing our country. Or no, no, it's. I love, I love watching it on YouTube. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the clips are really funny. Amazing, like. Yeah, and um, they were in um, Fargo. This, yeah, this that's right. First series, series one. Series yeah. one. That was the first time I heard of him when they were yeah. both detectives in that. Like, yeah. you know? no, I've I watched a few episodes. Well, not episodes, but bits of it on YouTube of uh, Keen Beale, and um, and that's why I, I, I grew to like him from that. Have you seen Keanu? I have seen Keanu. I've not yeah. seen him, I've heard about oh, yeah, it. Though, yeah. You need to watch that. I think it's amazing. Brilliant. And a lot of, I mean, I'm just going a bit off topic talking about Keanu, but I love, I love, I love that, like, because it's called Keanu, they, they had to have Keanu Reeves in it. And I it love was that. amazing. I love that they had him in there. I'm going to watch it again because it was a couple of years ago and I watched it. I watched it when it first came out, I think. And um, obviously, they're not, the, not uh, Michael Key. Jordan Peele. Um, Jordan Peele he directed, like, like, the likes of Get Out and stuff. Yeah, Get Out's yeah. a great um, film as well. The upcoming Us. Yeah. So, like, They've both got a lot of yeah they have they got a lot of talent between them. They're funny as well. I like like the it reminds me sort of like Charlie Brooker's humor with um you know uh, black they're almost like an American version of him yeah Mm. I guess. But what was gonna was get get into was uh, I like I like the humor to a degree in uh, Predator the Predator. Uh, But I like I like the bit where they've knocked out Olivia Munn's character or something. She shot herself in the foot. Oh, with a I know what you're gonna say. tranquilizer yeah. rifle or something like that, so she's like off, off her tits on the bed, and they were kind of having a bet on like what she was gonna do. Yeah, I love that. Like she wakes up and they've like they've set the scene up for her, kind of thing. It's amazing. And first of all, she goes for the shotgun, and they're all like, "Oh man, I told you she'd go for the <laughs> shotgun." I owe you ten. Yeah. And then Boyd Holbrook tries to get the gun off her, and she pulls the trigger to shoot him, and they're all like. Damn, I told, I told you she'd you. pull the trigger. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, I, I thought that was amazing. That yeah, was I loved that. That whole bit in that room, I thought it was quite good. To be yeah. Honest. Again, I, I, lo- I, even, I love even, all the humour in like that room. I, I weren't a fan of the Gary Tourette's, but even in that, in, in that room. Yeah, I, I thought that was, that was one of, the, one of the most well-orchestrated comedy moments in the yeah, film. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like Shane Black doesn't care about the Predator. He wants to make that film following the loonies around. He doesn't care about the actual action. Yeah, stuff he doesn't really like give a shit. And he hasn't even given a good story. There's even bits where Olivia Munn, hate to go on about her um she had just been introduced into like the um almost like area 51 sort of place in it where like they're keeping these these um predators yeah. and um she and they're all on display cases like glass display yeah. cases. She's like, oh my god this is some alien technology and it's like how would you how would you know that for a start and why is it all up in like glass boxes or yeah, dumping about <laughs> when these are blatantly very dangerous tools aren't yeah. they and why, who, who's going to... I, I don't know. It's like they're going to put a tour on. Like, people could pay to come through and see the Predator weapon. Like yeah, that. exactly, yeah. <laughs> like a museum. Yeah. 
So I'll just mention there, you mentioned the humour thing. Can I just run a couple of jokes past you and see what you think? I mean, I, I quite like him, but... Yep. Uh, there's one bit where Jacob Tremblay, they've, they've mentioned, is autistic. You mentioned before, like, he's basically got autistic superpowers, which people yeah. found... Defensive in a way. Yeah. And uh, in this film, he uses it to kind of, like, say funny things, basically. Uh, and... Oh, what's he called now? K. Sterling Brown, who's the bad guy. The bad guy, main yeah. bad guy, yeah. Great actor, by the way. I thought I thought he was great in this. Yeah, I thought he was good in that as well. I, uh, love, I love that. Like, he was in the This Is Us. So yeah. I love him in that. And he was in the uh, People versus OJ Simpson as well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the TV, TV show, yeah. 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 Uh, but he challenges young Jacob Tremblay at one point and says, like, oh, I don't know if you can do it. That's a big alien ship. I don't know if you can break in there. And Jacob Tremblay says, oh, reverse psychology. I can do that. Don't go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. That was quite funny. I, give him I, I quite like that, yeah. You yeah, were both yeah. in on that one, yeah. yeah, was, yeah. Uh, the other one, where the Predator jumps into an army truck, chops everyone up, and the guy driving says, uh, hey, what's going on back there? And he just like uses a, decent, like a, a dismembered arm to give it a thumbs up to, yeah. to show him. I thought it was I mean, cool. it was stupid, wasn't it? Because I mean, the yeah. Predator wouldn't know what that meant. Yeah, surely. I mean, it was a bit goofy, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was goofy. That's yeah. But it's the film is about a fucking alien that comes down from space and starts going. What do you think about the dog? Like the alien dog? Oh yeah, the, it was like a Jar Jar Binks moment that I thought a little bit. This is a bit where like the C I don't think Shane Black can work with CGI. Like, I don't think he's ever had to. Work. Maybe Iron Man Three actually did a lot I think of CGI. No, he, he probably, I think it's the team that he used to do the CGI probably looked a bit dodgy, didn't they? Yeah, they look so bad. I think yeah, those they look Predator dogs. And are they are they canonical them? Well, they're in Predators. They're a bit different in Predators, but I feel like by putting them in, in this film, they're now saying it's part of canon. Like they and they can say that they just evolved, can't they? Can yeah, they, yeah, just evolved. They look differently yeah, from the other ones. Yeah, that, that's one thing I've disliked about most of the, the Alien films, like Alien Covenant and, uh, and Prometheus, really because I know what... I, I've got in my mind an image of what a xenomorph should look like. Yeah. And it's the Alien... Well, probably Alien and Aliens, because yeah. the Alien one was a bit upright, wasn't it? Because it was a bloke in a suit. But with aliens, they look they look scary to yeah. me. But then when you see all the new ones, they're all like these pale, eel-looking creatures. This is what I hate. Like, I mean, I love Prometheus, but... It's like doing Star Wars, but um, all the Stormtrooper helmets don't look the same. Well, they, they do that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. like the First Order, the yeah. troopers don't look exactly the yeah. same. And... But they are pretty cool helmets, them. Yeah, but, but I feel like you've got like a cool look there with the alien, like you mentioned, at the Predator. It was, it was, my... it was uh, uh, that get, get Giga, wasn't it? The HR artist, guy, HR yeah, Giga. Yeah. He's obsessed with like... Uh, Penises and penises and vaginas, basically. Yeah, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah speaking um, for all of us in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, he's dead now, and he though, so probably that's why. He's I not. think they actually got him involved with Prometheus, and he did a few designs for. Yeah, him. but then he and they were like, he's not. I'm not being funny. We'll use died. our own designs this time. I think he died, think he died before that the newest one came. Did out, he? Ah, right. Evolved. Yeah. Not saying that they didn't have the rights to that. Uh, imagine was it was it um, Cameron who had, who did that? No, it wasn't. It'd it was, be Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah, of course it was. There's an interesting uh, behind the scenes one of it on um, Tested, you know, um, Adam Savage's Tested YouTube channel. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that YouTube channel. Um, and there's a kind of behind the scenes of uh, Alien Covenant, which is quite interesting. It's worth oh, a watch. Yeah. You can see how they actually make the um, the sets and stuff in, in the studio. Yeah. It was really cool. Mm. Just on your mention there, like one thing I don't like in this film is the fact that love the look of the alien, love the look of the classic Predator. And then they bring in the upgrade predator and kill off the other stupid. one. And it's like I, I'd rather just see the spend the film with the actual predator, not this like, CGI this giant, thing, like, giant monster. Yeah, yeah, but it's all CGI. Like, it just looks fake. Crap, you know what yeah. I mean? You can tell it's a CGI yeah, yeah. creation yeah. kind of thing. 
it's just too big. You know what I mean? It's too big to be scary. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Like. It's like Godzilla, isn't it? I would yeah, be scared yeah. of Godzilla. Well, I would definitely be scared of Godzilla, but yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. So that's that argument yeah. out the window. So you want one quick question as well? Uh, like Boyd Holbrook, who plays Quinn McKenna, the main guy. What do you think of him at all? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've quite liked him. I think he's okay. But Jeremy Renner, poor man's Jeremy Renner. Yeah, he's a bit of a bland actor. It's finding like Logan where he's playing the bad guy because yeah, he's not yeah. the, he's not carrying the film yeah. kind of thing. And in this one, I feel like that's why they put the lunas around him, maybe just to like yeah, so he's not carrying the film. Fair, yeah, I, prob- I probably do prefer him in Logan. I yeah, I yeah. think I did prefer him in that role. But to be fair, it's been that long since I've seen Logan. I can't really comment on his performance. Mm. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, got a little weird little stat here for you. Just throw this in there. Have you heard about the fact there was a registered sex offender in the film that they had to edit out? What the fuck? One of Shane Black's mates who like had some like weird past kind of thing. some dodgy mates, him. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a small part in the film uh, going to pick up Olivia Munn, and Olivia Munn, I believe, brought the news that like this guy's a registered sex offender kind of thing. He tried to shag Olivia Munn. I don't think so. I think she just knew about it and like right. told everyone and wasn't happy about it. So we had to cut him out the film, but oh yeah, just a weird, weird little like you know side note. Kind How of much did it cost to remove him digitally from the film? Oh, well, I think they just reshot it in the end, like oh, yeah, no, without him. But fuming Shane Black was for that though. Yeah, no, he but, it, but one, 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 it's weirder. his mate. Um, I mean, the what I'm saying, I, I wonder if he was fuming at Olivia Munn. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, well, I feel like she hated making this film, like, and yeah. I feel like she hated everyone to be involved. Fair, with someone's it. a fucking like no, pedophile no, or no, something. Then I maybe agree. I agree. Though, but like. One, it's his mate, and two, he had to spend a load more money editing this guy out of the film. Yeah. So I think it was probably ju- justifiable financially. No, definitely, yeah. But um, I, I guess from his point of view, he might have a different opinion. I maybe he does. So maybe, maybe that had. If he made maybe he had, friends like he makes films, then. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he had oh, no, less, that's actually, yeah. Maybe he had less interest in making the. Maybe he had less interest in making the film good. Because it's that though. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Maybe he just one little thing. This this leads on to a thing that this film feels like it's been chopped up and put together just so much kind of thing. And there's one bit at the end of the film. I don't know if you caught this, but Olivia Munn says at one point, someone calls her Sunshine, and she says, "I wish everyone would stop calling me Sunshine." And at that point, that's the only person in the film who's called her that, and it's because this bloke called her that in the scene. Is that that true? Because when she said that, I was like. I didn't get that bit. Yeah, I d- yeah. That, Is that uh, true? Yeah, yeah, we know that. In the scene, they've cut out the guy called the Sunshine. So like, this is the second time it happens, and she's like, so the editor needs to get his facts straight. Yeah, they should really. have probably sorted that. It's scene not really out Shane Back's fault. It's not his directorial problem. It's more the edit, edit. Yeah, but then again, he probably should be overseeing the editing as well. Like, yeah, the actual sort out a little detail like that. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I get it. It's a long film. A lot of t- you, you should care about your product. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned this film just feels like it's been like assembled by a committee kind of thing. Yeah. The plot's all over the place. Essentially, the plot is the predators coming to Earth to bring us a weapon to fight other predators. But the first thing it does when it gets there is start murdering people. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's a so much easier. Way. It came down saying we come in pieces. Yeah, take so, me to your dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it turns up and starts killing everyone. It's a bit of a, a bit weird. And like the original ending has been totally reshot for the yeah. film. I can think of it. Sorry to interrupt there. I can I can think I can't remember the name of the film now. There was another film that was oh sorry. I think it was um is it Pootie Pie or something like that. Pootie Pie what? No, no, not 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 the YouTube bloke. <laughs> um Charlie um sorry, uh, Louis C. K. um made a film, but it ran out of budget and the company didn't want to lose the the money. So they reconstructed it into a way they were like, This is too weird. 
And uh, right. but apparently it's, it's it's like nauseating to watch because it's that it's that disconjointed. Right. But I'm interested in watching it. I'm interested on that like Mulholland Drive started out as a TV show and yeah. he used foot David Lynch. The show got cancelled. He used footage from the pilot in the actual film Mulholland Drive. Like just, just fair just enough. If he's already filmed it, he's happy it, like, with yeah. it. If he's happy with the results, then he might as yeah. well. But it's just whether the actors still look the same and whatever. Mm. I don't know how long after it was. And like there's, there's actors in that first bit Mulholland Drive that never come back, and it's because they were in the TV. <laughs> it's part of the TV. No pilot, shit, like. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm not. I, I I really didn't like Mulholland Drive. Oh really? I, I, I it's, it's, it's weird. I know, like, I know it's, it's critically acclaimed and stuff. Yeah. I do like weird stuff. That's but another one. I mean, I don't think we mentioned it at the pod, but that's another one of his films where. I just one of his work, should I say, where like I don't even get it. Yeah, like, maybe maybe like, I'm, maybe I, my I just mental it. powers like, aren't I, strong I, enough. I don't know. To... I think visually amazing, what just yeah, and audibly, <laughs> everything yeah. about his films just makes me feel good, just, even yeah. though I don't even though I don't understand. I it. do think one of the most overrated films is Requiem for a Dream. Yup, Aronofsky. I think I, I, maybe I didn't get it. I don't Jared know. Leto. I mean, do you like Jared Leto? No, I do. It's probably one of his better roles, to be fair. But, um, but I don't know. He's, it, I, I, I quite liked it, but I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I don't think I. Could I ever. think I need. I think I want to watch it again just to see think, if I'm wrong about it. I don't think mm. I ever could because it's just it's such a weird and it's it's sickening as well at parts. Feels like I'm going to break my mind if I watch it again. That's what times. I mean. Yeah, it's a weird film. It's a mad film, isn't it? Just on the uh, the reshoots in this, the, the original ending, the official line is it was shot in the daytime and it wasn't scary enough, apparently. You know, the whole fo- fight in the forest kind of thing. Yeah. Did they go into some sort of like <coughs> cabins and stuff and start shooting each other, don't they, or something? Uh, they they go, run through the woods and they yeah. all just get picked off one yeah, by yeah. one. So they reshot it all, apparently, at night, which I don't totally believe. I think it was different, the original ending, but which shows when, when like Case Stolen Brown gets killed it's such a weird death do you remember this at all like not really he had the predator's shoulder cannon yeah, on his shoulder his head, Olivia Munn shouts him and he turns to look at her and the gun shoots him in the back of the head and it's like because it, they've already established that the gun automatically shoots and it's like what kind of a design flow is that so the predator all you've got to do is kill, to kill him is shouting on his left hand side and the gun will shoot him in the head, can it? You know what I mean? It's just a so weird You could have done that in the start, wouldn't you? Yeah, like it's just a why didn't you do that from the beginning? And I, I feel like that it's just literally a convenient reshoot to kill that character off to get rid of him. Like because yeah, they're reshooting stuff. They're like, we can't be asked giving him a proper death, just kill him on dead yeah. quickly kind of thing. That right? was pretty pretty shit. But it's rubbish though, it's a really bad death. Like one thing I really liked about it, and it's one of the only really things uh, things I really liked about it, was uh when Predator's got the adaptive camouflage. And, they, and then he, he, he's either killed or he's incapacitated or something. He falls on the floor and he's still invisible, yeah. semi-invisible. Was that when the blood's pouring down? And there's blood cascading down into his face and it starts to take the shape of, of, of the Predator's like mandibles and it's yeah. all going over his face. I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah, it opens his eyes kind of thing. Don't yeah, it? yeah the yellow. Cool little moment. Yeah. Like spooky, in it? Coolest bit of the film. I've only got a couple of more points. If you want, do you want to go into them? Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add no, first? No, Adam. That's it, man. Just quick mention: uh, Jake Busey plays the scientist, the blonde guy. At the Is that start. Gary Busey's brother? Gary Busey's son. Oh, and he got a weird face. He's well? got a weird face. Yeah. yeah, I thought he did. But he's playing the actual son of Gary Busey's character from Predator Two. Cool, which is a cool That's little really nice detail. Look. I like stuff like that. Yeah, she's playing like Keys, the actual. The in movie, the guy with the, the glasses, the big, the scientist. I guy. think so. He had like slick black, slick, slick back blonde. Yeah, hair. yeah, yeah. Big kind of like big glasses, and he was like yeah. a scientist or something. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yes, he's playing the actual in movie son of his dad. Like, that's <laughs> cool. There's, a, there's, like a, there's another film that they, they do that with, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, I, can't, I, think, I feel like I know what you mean, but I can't think. Yeah, other people do that, but yeah. I like that. And my final punch about the end, ending of the film. Uh, 
I don't know how you guys feel about it, but the ending comes along and they find the weapon that the Predators brought for, yeah, for, yeah. for Earth. And when it first opens, when I first watched it, I was like, oh my God, it's an alien or something. It's going to be something to do with alien. All that oh, black goo starts this. coming yeah. off the weapon. Yeah, and it's going to be, yeah. Uh... And then it turns out to be Iron Man. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and there's some this nerdy scientist guy and the suit just leaps onto him and he becomes this like Iron Man predator yeah, kind of thing yeah. like yeah and, and then he goes and then and then the guy who isn't got nothing to do with it he was uh, the Jeremy Renner wannabe he goes oh that's my new suit that yeah no it's not mate. that's, my that's new going suit. into the government uh, catalogs a lot in the in the glass cabinet so everyone else can see <laughs> it on the way into the Jack um... he did that because. He didn't really want to make a Predator film. He wanted to make an Iron Man film. Well, I, I think it's almost like a joke. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like yeah. the fact he made Iron Man 3. Yeah. He's like, let's just say Predators. Iron Man's in Predator now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a pretty cool idea. I mean, obviously. I think it looks Iron rubbish, though, the actual suit Rap. and stuff like yeah. it. When I watched it, I was like, is this for real? <laughs> They've actually put this in the film. I don't know whether he's going like, to make another one. Maybe he's just thinking, I'm going to do this as a one off. It didn't do very well box office wise, so I don't Probably think they'll be doing not. another one anytime soon. No. Nope. I think Predators was better than this. It's a good show. I mean, I slightly prefer this, I think, just because of the Shane Black humour in it kind of thing. Uh, Predators is not a funny film kind of thing, whereas this does have humour in it. True. But the, I mean, the action in this. I think Robert bad. Rodriguez is a better director than Shane Black. So I think, I think Shane Black can't do action. Like, it's great with the comedy and stuff and the buddy, the buddy kind buddy of comedy. Films. Buddy cop, like a buddy cop. Iron Man 3 is basically a buddy cop film in the way, way he made yeah, it. Like, yeah. But this, the action in it is awful. Like, yeah. Yeah. But there were some cool elements to it, some cool sci-fi. Definitely, shit, yeah. Definitely. That's the thing. I do like the film. That's the weird thing. I, I, yeah. I watched it again recently and enjoyed it more second time around. I do enjoy it, but it's just that you can tell it's a mess when you're watching it. Have you guys got anything else you want to want to no, mention? No, that's fine. Adrian Brody, pretty cool in uh, Predator. In Predator, who do you think's a better fake Arnold, Adrian Brody or this Boyd Holbrook fella? I think this Boyd Holdrop is because it's, he's more 80, the film is more 80s style. The uh, Robert Rodriguez effort for it yeah. was a little bit more contemporary, wasn't it? A bit more yeah. modern. I feel like Adrian Brody at least kind of like did the whole rubbing mud on himself and got his shirt off and stuff like this guy never does, does he, in this one? No. They even say get to the chopper in that film, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I think uh, are we all done. Yeah. I think so. I, one, one last thing. Like, I feel as though the, 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 the names of all the Predator films. They've just kind of like they've given up, given them um, like numerical uh, numbers for sequels. Yeah. They? they just call it like, okay, we've got Predator, then we got Predator Two. Great, great. You got two good films there. Okay, now we'll uh, we'll do Alien vs Predator, then we'll do Alien vs Predator Two, and then we'll do um, we'll do Predators, and then yeah. we'll, what else have we got left? We got the the Predator. What what what, what will they do next? I hate this. It's like a bit of a reboot thing. Like yeah, they're trying to reboot it every single yeah. time. It's not going to. It's like uh, the X Men films. Like they did. They did Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine, then The Wolverine, and then Logan. And like, this one is The Predator. The next Batman film is The Batman. It's like, hey, just, just put a in front yeah, of me and you, reboot it. It's boring, that, yeah. to me. The Spider-Man, that'll be yeah, next. Yeah, now <laughs> they call it The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. The ama- yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, do you want to give rating as well? What your final thoughts were? Yeah, sure. Um, do, do you want me to go Do you want to go first, yep. Um, I, th- I think I'll probably go with a three and a half. And, um, it's all right, Phil. Um, like you say, the the, the comedy's good. I, I couldn't stand that Tourette's guy apart from that one scene in the, yeah. uh, in the room. I, I, it felt far too much like a guy trying to play a guy with Tourette's. Yeah. It didn't feel genuine in the slightest to me. Like it, so just got you off there, sorry, but like it feels like 
someone's uninformed opinion of what Tourette's is. And exactly. Same yeah. with the autism. Like, it feels like someone who's heard of autism. Hey, you're, you got autism, right? Well, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm going to use that in my film. I know, but that's yeah. like... Is it, like he's literally, like you said it before, he's literally giving him like autistic superpowers. <laughs> so that's, that's why the predator's hunting him. I forgot about that. Yeah. The predator wants him for his autistic superpowers exactly. because he wants to extract his DNA from that's, his spine. Well, no, yeah. that's the thing, though. Like they've literally made it like he's he's got these superpowers, and it's like it's just a really it's weird stupid. like it's not yeah. what, it's pretty stupid. Why why is predator never done that before? You know what I mean? It's yeah. really not what why, autism yeah, is about. You know not about I mean? that. But yeah, no, three out of five is my rating. Fair enough. I'm going to I'm gonna say two out of five. Oh, well. That's fine. I can understand why. Yep. Just um, if we're going to, obviously we've got two different scales. Well, I, I know I have. Two different scales of measurement for films. This is two two stars for a predator slash alien slash yeah. sci-fi-ish um, film. Two. Um, as a normal film, I probably wouldn't even give it that. I'd probably give it like a, a 1.5. Oh, right. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is a mess, like a well. Yeah. It's, dis- uh... it's disjointed. It's funny in parts. It seems incomplete. They didn't finish the job. They just like just put it out there. Yeah. But it was it was funny and it was, what do you expect from a from an uh, 80s reboot of a, of a, of a yeah. sci-fi film? It's all right, isn't it? It's I mean, I think, action, I think that's comedy. part of the issue that's with it. it. The Predator series was never that good. The first, yeah. first, the first one was amazing. I, I quite no. like the second one. I don't mind it, like, but Danny like, Glover was sick in that, I thought. Do you know what I mean? Like People expect like the new one was coming out and they're like, oh, God, a new Predator film. It's like, the first one was great, but like none of the sequels have been amazing. Like, no. You know, no. It's like Jurassic Park. It's the Jurassic Park yeah, syndrome. Yeah, exactly the same. The yeah. first one, amazing. Second one, okay, it's okay. Yeah. Third they, one, they this is off. diabolical. <laughs> yeah. And then they've, they've rebooted it again. Like they reboot everything. How many times has Spider-Man been rebooted now? I think. Because, has anybody the, seen the, um, sorry, go on. on the seventh one, I think. Oh, okay, now. cool. Uh, which is one shot of how many legs a spider's got. So oh, we only need one more yeah. and then we can just string it, them all together. They are, they are only doing a trilogy. Doing so. the third one, yeah. Oh, so they'll be eight films. too many legs. That. They need to check <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. Never mind. Okay, uh, first time I watched it, I gave it a 2.5, and that was being generous, I thought. <clears throat> but second time round, I, ju- I, ju- I just I find it entertaining, even though it's absolute rubbish. I find it entertaining, so I'm just going to bump it up to a 3, 3 out of 5. Uh, I know I'll probably watch it another 20 times before I die, so that's saying something. You're getting you know your money's like, worth out of it, basically. Yeah. Shane Black's basically you're milking Shane Black's little teats for yeah. that film <laughs> I mean I feel like that might be a new way to rate it for me how many times will I watch this film again before I die <laughs> and then uh, judge you yeah if, if it's not rating, well we could have the rating of like let's rate it about a genre rate it as a film in general and then rate it on how many times you're going to milk it off before yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Before, before you're before gone you, like, before yeah. dead yeah so I think I'll probably watch it another 20 times before I die which Says 20 times I, yeah. I think I might I might watch it again once really? <laughs> and then when I'm 50 maybe I'll watch it like, when <laughs> yeah. I'm watching all of the Alien films again or something when all 35 of the Spider-Man films are <laughs> so I'll stick with 3 out of 5 yeah cool. that's, that's cool. me done yeah. okay guys that's the Predator so uh, we'll just roll into any other stuff we've watched or anything, any other stuff we want to talk about uh, can I start I'll chuck one out there it's a new film by uh, Clint Eastwood directed by him, Andy Stars in it, called The Mule, in which he plays a 90-year-old uh, drug mule hired by the cartel to ferry the drugs across America. 
because the fact he's a 90-year-old, no one ever pays any attention to him. Or, you know, police don't pull him over. He's never been pulled over, never had a ticket, that kind of thing. A bit like We're the Millers, where they go, oh, we should act like nerds, so we... A bit like We're the Millers, but like a lot more Clint Eastwood is serious kind of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not the world's biggest Clint Eastwood fan. Gran Torino meets... Yeah, Gran Torino's a perfect yeah. uh, comparison, like, yeah. Uh, I'm not the world's biggest Clint Eastwood fan. I think he's great. His films always have, like, a level of... You just know you're going to get a level of quality kind of thing with his films. That I mean, I, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, love that. I've um, never seen that, or Flags of Our Fathers. I've never, I've never seen, seen Flags of Our Fathers, because apparently they, they, both those films uh, were coincided with each other, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the overlap. One's, one's like, American perspective, one's Japanese perspective in the Second World yeah, War. Yeah, but right? they both tell the same story from different sides. Yeah, which is, and apparently there's crossover points as well. I've only ever seen um, Letters from Iwo Jima, so I'm not sure. But yeah. Apparently there's crossover bits where there'll be a person, a character or something from one that, that is... That crosses over... I think is, he is, isn't he the man with no name? Is that the film? Oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He is the. He is I've the not seen it. Yeah. He's the man with no name. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It is. It was, it was, it was three of them. Really. I, I think. Strangely, I think the good, the bad, and the ugly is the most famous one. I think it was the third one, and it had the biggest budget. I spoke last time all the time before about the Battle of Sad Hill. You did, yeah. Um, and that, literally, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Sergio Leone was, he had a limited budget when the first of uh, the Spaghetti Western trilogy was made, which I can't remember, it was Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more, and I can remember, remember the... I can't remember which one, which yeah, one, which are, one yeah. came first. Mm. Uh, really I feel 60s. like a Fistful of Dollars was the first one. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember, I used to watch, like I said, I watched them as a kid, and I absolutely loved them. Um, but the good, the bad, and the ugly, my, I don't think is the best one. But it's the most famous one. It's the biggest budget. But it's funny, like I think we've talked about it in work. How like you have blind spots with film. For me, westerns are a big blind spot. I've not seen any Clint Eastwood mm. westerns or anything. Have you seen uh, Dirty Harry and stuff? I've seen a couple of Dirty Harry films. I yeah. loved them. Yeah. I loved Unforgiven, but I've not yeah. seen any of his old D stuff. Well, you know, Unforgiven uh, is 1992, I think. That is one it? of the later ones. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, but I mean, that's a good western. And he goes, uh, "If you don't come out here, I'm gonna." Bring your wife out here and I'm going to kill her. And he, he has like an amazing speech. I'm not sure if you can find. Uh, I'll leave that with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really good film. I, I don't think I've seen many. I think like, um, I know one I watched as a kid, Lost um, Emotions. That's totally amazing. Is that Daniel exactly Day-Lewis as well, is it? Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis, that one. Oh, yeah, right. uh, that, that's class yeah. though, yeah. yeah so that's amazing, that film. Daniel Day-Lewis is, is an amazing actor, isn't he? I think he's probably one of the ones up there um, I think he's he's, he's his swan one of the song. Best. Yeah, I think so. I think he's at, he's at his uh, he's at his last one recently though, isn't he? Well, he keeps saying this. He's gonna yeah, he keeps on, yeah. He retires and goes to retirement. Italy, yeah, and becomes yeah. a shoe cobbler, and then like yeah. he'll be back in films the year yeah. after. How much is his pension gonna be? I mean, is he is he getting state pension? Him? Are you I don't know. State pension on top of what he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. Daniel Day Lewis, great actor. Uh, there will be blood. Fantastic film. Great film. Yeah. Uh, Gangs of New York. Great film. Because I'm not as hot as Gangs of New York. You see this knife? I'm going to teach you to speak English with this knife. Yeah. Is he Bill the Butcher? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. 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 Scorsese again. Yeah, I've oh. got to admit, though, it's not one of my... I think it's one of his weaker films. Yeah, Scorsese, I agree. It's still, still no, quality. No, I agree. Uh, what yeah. do you think about the new Irishman film? Good question. It's Netflix original. It's going to be, I mean... I'm, 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 I'm worried about straight it. straight to Netflix. I'm worried about it as well. Disdain associated with yeah, them. Um, 
I just don't think Netflix, they're not the not a cinematic company. They make TV series, mm. in my opinion. And when they make these short films, when they make when they make Bird Box and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I know. I, I, I just hope it's not going to be a thing just for hasn't, hasn't for publicity the, or something. Uh, isn't the target being pushed back quite a while? October, I think it might yeah, be. Yeah, this is why I'm worried. I'm sure originally it was meant to be out in January, like just gone, and they keep on pushing it back, and it's because the budget's like inflating all the time. Which is good. Well, it's for the uh, the aging effects. Yeah, they're making all the actors look like thirty years old. Aren't so they? I'm just really worried about it. it I don't know. I think it think. could have something. I mean, I've I've got a lot of time for Martin Scorsese. Yeah. So I just think De Niro and Pacino aren't the actors they used to be nowadays. Kind of thing. Oh, Pacino. Hello, hello. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> I don't think they're uh, one of my favorite. Can I just say my favorite um, Al Pacino line? And it's from Glengarry Glen Ross. And he goes, where did you learn your trade, you stupid fucking cunt, you idiot? <laughs> That's a good film. <laughs> great film, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the Irishmen won. Jack Lemmon, great. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jack Lemmon. He's died now, hasn't yeah, he? He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just worried about the Irishman. I just think... Yeah. Is it Pesci, De Niro, Pacino? Yeah. What a what trilogy. None of those three actors have not been in the film together, all together, I don't think. I'm sure Pesci yeah, retired a few times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's gone back to his brother. I don't think so. No, I think Goodfellas I, was De Niro and Pesci. Yeah. Al Pacino's never worked with uh, Scorsese, as far as I'm aware. No. And it was Pacino and De Niro on Heat. So that was the first time they were together. They were on Heat, yeah. On Heat. <laughs> yeah. Good film that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's people. I think that might be one of the uh, one of the films that people uh, bang on about that isn't quite as good as it could be. Yeah. I I I liked it. it, Yeah. I liked it. it. What did you think about? I was a bit going a bit off off cusp here, Um, but when it comes to uh, uh, what's it called now? Robin Williams and Al Pacino. Um, oh, Insomnia. Insomnia, yeah. What do you think of that? I like it, but I think it's probably Chris Nolan's worst film. When I say worst, it's so. still really good, but... What was the black and white film? The Following The Following. I think The Following's probably better than Really? You think Insomnia, so? Yeah. For, for the budget and literally the actors in that film all had full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, like a, they like all a, they only worked at weekends, so it took a long time to, to make that film. Yeah. Uh, I really like that film. All set, all shot on black and white, 35mm film, I think. A couple of little things with The Following as well. Uh there's a Batman logo in that film on on a doorway when he ended, Nolan ended up doing Batman. Spooky. Spooky. And uh, the main character is called Cobb, which is the name of DiCaprio's character in Inception. Of course. He reused the name later on for uh, Inception. And he's a thief in both films. Like, so. Ah. Yeah. I liked Inception. Yep, quality film, yep. Yeah. Ah, the mule. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I think we got sidetracked there. Oh, you're okay. So, uh, go back to the mule. Uh, yeah, it's Clint Eastwood, and he always has a certain level of quality with his films that you know you're in for a good time. But for me, his films are never like five out of five for me. They're always a good like three or four star films. You know, like yeah. the quality entertainment, but they're never going to blow my socks off. You know, like American Sniper, Gran Torino. Uh, Great film. I didn't know he did it with Morgan Sniper. He directed it, yeah. Oh, really? That was, uh, I the, quite like that. Yeah, The Changeling, I like that. The uh, Changeling. About Angelina Jolie and her son gets uh, kidnapped. Never seen it. And she gets another kid in, in, in his place, and it's clearly not her kid, 
but the is police, it based on a true story? Based on a true yeah, story. I've heard about that story. And the police are just like, look, it's your kid. Shut up, kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. she's just saying, it's not my kid. <laughs> take, 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 take this little kid. Yeah, just have this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Chinese. I mean, it's completely different. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it, it, there's a certain level of quality and this is the same. It's a good film, just doesn't blow your socks off kind mm. of thing. But the one interesting thing about it is that he does a whole thing. He's obviously 90 years old in real life now. And he does a whole thing of like, in the film, he's playing a man who's like, kind of ignored his family and like, let them down a bit. Not because he's a bad guy, just because he's not a good family man kind of thing. And, but it's almost like he's using the film to apologise to his own family about like, you know what I mean by that? He's saying, like, look, I know I wasn't the best father and stuff. I was always working, you know, which obviously he was doing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be there now for you. Like, even though he's 90 kind of thing, he's trying to do everything he can to be there now for you. Well, he's left thing. a bit late, any really? Well, yeah. <laughs> but it just feels a bit like a bit of a personal thing. Like, yeah. like the actual like love letter to his yeah, family. Yeah, like he's trying to tell his family stump, something through the film. Yeah. Because the actual, uh, all the drug stuff of the film gets dropped just so quickly at the end. You don't get any resolution with the, uh, the drug cartel or anything. No. You just forget about that. And it's all about Clint kind of, you know, coming to terms with how he's treated his family and stuff like that. But uh, he, his, his son looks a lot like him, doesn't he? Yeah, Scott Eastwood, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bradley Cooper's in this film as well. He's worked with Bradley Cooper quite a lot. I so. like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, good actor. Mm-hmm. So I'll give that, a, give that a three out of five. Entertaining film, perfectly fine, but it's not going to blow my socks off kind of no, thing. my socks are not coming off. New, <laughs> they're, st- they're staying on. <laughs> so uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I mean, the films I'm going to... That's fine. Um, you might, might, might get a bit of conversation out of it, but um, I've watched it the first time ever, um, even though it's been out since 1968. Can you guess what I'm talking about? I can, yep. Got a vague idea. What? I've got a vague idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to guess? Is it a Kubrick film? It might be a Kubrick <laughs> film. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 2001 Space Odyssey. I've, I've, I've never seen it before, but like, it's... I mean, people that. talk about Metropolis as being the godfather of sci-fi. This is sort of like the kind of the, the, like the, the next one after the that kind of thing, like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the uncle of God, <laughs> the uncle of sci-fi. No, um, I, I've, I've heard people talk about it for years, and like, I've always been a fan of sci-fi, so I thought like it was just I think it was the other day. I thought right, now's the time, now's the time to mm. this film, and um, I loved it. I, I couldn't fault it at all. Like, I I think it looked visually amazing. Something special like, effects are so something that's 50 years old it's like this is amazing like, I, I couldn't take my eyes off it yeah and, um, and the, I, I put it on thinking I'm not going to I'm, I'm not a fan of AIDS film I don't like I don't AIDS like films AIDS <laughs> you won't like uh, Ballast Eyes Club then <laughs> <laughs> no, AIDS films uh, I'm not a fan of them like, like, I don't like something that looks and doesn't look amazing so I thought I was going to turn off after five minutes but I was I was brought into it with that you know the, uh, the bit with the monkey at the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. the primate like, stuff I was just loving it it's what's, what's the it's the sort of the uh, the monolith the monolith yeah and, and, and I, was just, <coughs> I was just in the film from that point onwards so. yeah it's amazing film. though like that I think Stanley Kubrick's my favourite director I mean, it, it's pretty much perfect, and then like yeah. he's not done a bad he's film. He's never done a bad Yeah. Well, Eyes Wide Shut was a bit. I like it. I, really I like, like it. I hundred percent like it. I've always liked, it and I always swore that people will come around to that film. And I think they are now. I think people are saying like, actually, yeah, it's. Really no, I don't cool. hate it whatsoever, but I just think it's probably his weakest one. Yeah. But that's just like saying, 
But you know, like critically at the time, everyone hated it critically. They're like, oh, it's, it's blowing it kind of thing, rubbish yeah. film. But now critically, everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, it's actually actually pretty good. It's, it's like, like picking the Bulbasaur instead of Charmander or Squirtle. I mean, it's still... <laughs> I know it's Pokemon, but... <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> but yeah, all, all the bit with the primate stuff at the start where like... It's showing the the birth of conflict kind of thing. The and the music as well. There's yeah, the, I can't that, uh, who it is. It's, it's Gustav Holtz, is it? Or? Yeah, is it called like Vorstrungnacht Sathora or something? You know, is the it big, Gustav like, Holtz? I think so. The I, you know, I, the. Oh well, that's uh, an overture. That yeah. That's just a st- style of the time, that kind of thing. Honestly, I, 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 like I say, I've not seen, I don't really watch eight films that much. Yeah. I just, I was proper into it just because it was a few minutes like, straight away. Films back then, every film had an overture. So like before the film started, the curtains had opened and it'd just be like the, the theme, the music from the film playing Whilst before the film started. sat down. Yeah, yeah, getting the popcorn and stuff. Yeah. And the last two films to have an overture were Star Trek the movie. And Disney's The Black Hole from like 1980 or something. But I remember, uh, that's interesting. That's yeah. Really yeah. Really. But, but, like, another thing, like, similar to that, which probably, again, uh, time, uh, sign of the times, is the intermission as well. Like, it, it, yeah, I, yeah. It reminds me of Monty Python or something, you know, they got the intermission. Yeah. Actually says intermission. And then it's the flying yeah. through some sort of like valley, and it's all psychedelic colours and shit yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's got into the actual monolith at the end, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's just a. What that's a film. so fucking weird. Yeah. Doctor Strangelove, have you seen that? No, see, I've, I've, a lot of his film. Sorry, is that Cuban? That's Cuban yeah. as well. Um, yeah. a lot of, I think I've seen this and I've seen uh, The Shining. Yeah. I don't think I've. I don't, I don't, I don't, I You've probably seen Full Metal Jacket, haven't you, though? Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. So those three probably the only two. Yeah. 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 Three I mean, really good I ones. think all of his films. You've you seen Clockwork Orange as well. No? Oh, I thought you said you had. Sorry, I thought you said you had. The only one you might find a bit slow is Barry Lyndon, I think. But yeah, I, I've not I seen like... that. Sorry, I've not seen that. that. That's the one where they used an f zero point nine five lens. I believe so. To I mean... capture because they didn't use any actual studio lights. They used a candle to yeah. actually illuminate the scene. And because film was quite slow in those days, they had to have really chunky, big, big uh, front elements on on uh, lenses to let loads of light in. And in order to get this, I think you had to go to Nikon and they had to, like, I think it was something to do with NASA or something like that. They had to, to actually get the, uh, the equipment so, they yeah, needed. Yeah, it was some amazing. Like, you're much of a more of a camera expert than me, but like, there's a load of shots in, like, uh, just in open fields in that film as well, yeah. which used, used natural light. Yeah. And back then, like, filming in, in natural light, you'd film in a studio, wouldn't you? You know exactly, what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. it was unheard of kind yeah. of thing. To so use it outside, actual. Yeah, in an actual now, field. Nowadays, though. everybody just, you, no one wants to use a studio. Yeah, and it, it looks amazing. To, like, yeah. It looks so much better outside. Yeah. Yeah, I used to use a camera as well. There's, there's, there's some um, documentaries you can watch about it. I used to use uh, this sort of um, this, this, this film camera that had three lenses on it, and you could turn this sort of like turret round on it, and it would have like a, a 28 millimeter wide angle, and then like a 50 millimeter sort of. I don't know what what film it was on, but it's, but it was yeah, it's such cool shit. He was he was mm. a photographer as well. He was uh, an innovator, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even Hal. Um, how the robot from 2001 that was a nikon sort of fisheye lens with a with a red light behind it to sort of and then they, they use another element in there or something again if you go that that was uh that was untested that uh that mm. adam savage is i mean i'm no scientist <laughs> i mean <laughs> either <laughs> 
I'm not a scientist, but like, I was watching the, like, the bit where he's on the space station. And, and the curves in space station were far too uh, pronounced. I, f- I felt like in, 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 a, in a real spaceship, like as big as that was supposed yeah. to be, like, you wouldn't see the curves. I understand what you mean. I think what they use, though, where they use a big sort of a... a, a do you know, like one of those things you get in a, in a fun fair that's like a big wheel that spins around that you can get mm. inside? Onto they the use something similar. So, so there was a guy jogging, isn't there, around the, the around, yeah. around the space station, and it's moving around like that. That could be maybe towards the centre of the spaceship, though, so maybe no, it was yeah, a lot yeah, smaller yeah. of an like, angle, I'm not sure. like, when they're all, like, sat around in, like, a, like a restaurant or something. Yeah. And, like... You can like, see the curvature. Like, you can literally see the curvature, and I'm like... But then again, remember that it was probably a really wide-angle lens that the user yeah, just the lens just might have actually uh, distorted yeah. it a bit, yeah. like yeah. No, I mean, but, like, it's, but I think he was pr- he was Kubrick was trying to exaggerate that that it, effect. It, I think it, personally, no, there's no. I, I don't think yeah, exactly, mm. and especially for how old that film is. I mean, when when, 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 when was it released? Nineteen sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Um, that is amazing. That. If it wasn't for that film, Star Wars would not be a thing. Especially the sense of scale and the and the models. Oh no, Star Wars was seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. It was, it was, it was yeah, nearly yeah. a decade yeah. later. Yeah. Oh right, sorry. And she kind of walked up a wall mm. and she's on the That's roof. That's so yeah. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it, I'm like... How has this, that happened? This is from 1968. How has he managed this? Well, apparently people say that he faked the moon landings, aren't they? People say they do, that he yeah. was the people who... Who, 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 uh, one, who filmed the, fa- the faking of it. Like, yeah. 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 But, but, but like, let's say, um, of the three movies that I've seen of his, like, I thought it was Brilliant. And on The Shining, um, the little kid on the trike has a Apollo, Apollo. Yeah, um, rocket thing on his jumper. Yeah. I was jumping as well with the thing there, like uh, the scene where he's deactivating Hal. He crawls into this like weird room with like red cylindrical lights everywhere. And that to me, that entire scene is the look of Star Wars. Star Wars ripped off that entire Definitely, look yeah. for like the Death Star and stuff. Like Even all. inside of the spaceships in Star Wars, yeah. it, it looked a lot. In Star Wars, it's like white cylindrical lights, and yeah. in, in this, it's red. You're like, that's the yeah. only difference. Like, they've changed the colour and ripped off the look. Mad, isn't it? And uh, there's one other thing you mentioned. Oh, uh, I heard this on another podcast, but. Excuse me. When they were making this film, man hadn't been to the moon yet. And at that point, they still hadn't even. NASA hadn't got a full shot of the Earth in terms of photography. Yeah. We hadn't seen what the entire Earth looked like. But and he was making this film, not even knowing like what and he, the and Earth he did a like. perfect job of it. Yeah, and like he was just going off referencing the phone and stuff like. Amazing, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> well, I think maybe maybe humans hadn't been to hadn't left Earth, but but cameras on probes or whatever had. I don't think they'd actually got like really? a full it's shot of, them, of right, the Earth, right. or they've been up and caught. And like they had half, a bit, they maybe they caught they half imagine kind of thing. They, could, they could duplicate it. Yeah, but they hadn't been far enough out to catch a full thing. Yeah. I might be wrong on that, like but I'm, I'm sure, sure that was something. And that's that's interesting. If that's they had to make the film. Not guessing what the Earth looked like, but kind of like you sound like a flat what? Earther now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got uh, they've got supporters all around the globe. That's that's one. Of the... Also, just one final point as well. In in two thousand and one, what's the planet they go to in the film? Is it Jupiter or Saturn? I, I, I can't remember. Basically, they change it from the book anyway. Ah, uh, sorry, it is Jupiter because in the book it's Saturn, and they couldn't find a way to put the ring around it and make it look realistic on yeah, film. Right, right. So they just changed the planet to Jupiter. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was a book. 
Oh yeah, uh, well, Arthur C. Clarke wrote the book in conjunction with the film. Right, I see. So like, because uh, he was they, a big sci-fi uh, author, wasn't he? Yeah, they worked I mean, together. Watching on a lot of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson lately. But, mm. uh, watching videos about uh, people. Apparently, we were inside. We we uh, live inside a matrix, sort of. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, and he's literally pumping millions upon millions into finding it. Yeah, mm. exactly. So, I, mean, I don't think there is really an exit, is there? I mean, there might be an exit button on the keyboard on the on the, it, the person that can. <laughs> We'll find out whether in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting. Yep. So, what are you giving her? Uh, Two thousand and one. Five stars. Yeah, five. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. It's, One of the best films ever, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I couldn't fault it at all. Like, I wanted to. I really wanted to find a fault of it. And like I say, that 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 um, pronounced curvature of the space station was all across the Some of the fashion designs of the space suits, maybe yeah, you could maybe you could fault it very slightly, but that's it's just no, so odd here. I, I even love that though, like the fact, don't they have like a red, blue, and a yellow spacesuit? Like, Something like that. The colours like, almost amazing. It's like, like. Off, a bo- off a Bond film, like yeah. a Roger Moore Bond film. Yeah. yeah. You know what I loved about just one final point actually, what I loved about it. Um, the meal on the space station with these like little oh, like, yeah. drinking out of straws. Yeah. And they'd say like, like steak or something on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so I cool. love that. Yeah, <laughs> and the similar things in um two thousand. Uh, sorry, in um Clockwork Orange. So similar sort of sci-fi elements. In that as well. Yeah, the milk bar and stuff. Yeah. Just a weird futuristic like. I love yeah. That. yeah, yeah, great film. Stanley Kubrick, best director ever. It's good, isn't it? It's pretty good. Yep. Yep. Mr. Sanders, what have you got? Well, I've watched. I think I've watched two films since the last few days that I can remember. Um, just for the audience James is reading his notes <laughs> and actually the notes are on the back of a Rizzler packet <laughs> not mine I might add um, yeah I watched uh, Velvet Buzzsaw on Netflix ah uh, yeah you guys have both watched it I've not, not seen yeah. this yet obviously it was really weird I thought uh, but not weird in like a creative way I thought it was just it was a bit, a bit. Well, it's it's been it's made by the same director of Nightcrawler. I love yeah, Nightcrawler. Tony I mean, Gilroy. Yeah, yeah. I love Nightcrawler. Great film. I love Jake Gyllenhaal as well. Yeah. And Renee Russo as well, isn't it? She's, yeah, she's she in is. Both. Yeah. They play they they play off each other in a similar way in that in, in that really? film, I think. But like this one, it's uh, it's very arty party. Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be, but I mean, it it, it just kind of. I mean, it's literally a film about the world of art. It's about people who, obviously, they're I like art, all like but art. it's not the people in this. It's really snobby, and I'm not a snob, so. No, no, I, I, no but, I, but I, then I watch yeah. film. I watch film about zombies, and I'm not a zombie, but then I don't know. I feel like it was clutching at straws a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed John uh, Hall's performance. I think. Uh, I think like. He nearly pulled like, off a character in that film as well. Very flamboyant camp character. Yeah. Um, whereas, like in a Nightcrawler, he's this really creepy. He's just a creep, isn't he? Yeah. And and I love I love his ability to be able to go from that extreme to this. Yeah. Like almost. Do you know the, the difference between Nightcrawler and Velvet Buzzsaw is Netflix. 
and I think Netflix is is ruining yeah. it. And I've, it got, literally, I've, got, I've got a real like bias with Netflix films. Literally, so. I'm not. Literally, <laughs> if I didn't know it was Netflix, I don't. I don't care about that. Literally, I, I I watched the first 20 minutes and I was thinking I'm on the verge of turning this off. Literally, mm. that's how bad the first 20 minutes were. I was thinking it was like watching an episode of something, uh, some sort of uh, chick flick series on Netflix. And then it picked up a little bit, and I'll, I'll, I'd recommend anyone who's watching it to probably. I feel like that might be more to the fact you're actually watching on Netflix. Because I don't know, you, 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 when you're on Netflix, you're not expecting to be watching a film. Or you know, I knew I was, I was watching a film. I, 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 I knew about the film prior to that, and I searched it out, and it was on Netflix, and I watched it, and I. Yeah. I, I, um, For a film of its genre or a film in general? In general, I'm just going to give the general. Yeah, I'd go for it, yeah. Two. Same as Predator. That's fine. I think but critically it's not been that well received, has it, kind of thing? No. Uh, two out I've, of not five. Seen, I've not seen it yet. It was a really interesting concept. Yeah, it was. And there was some art to it, there was. And there was some there was really cool deaths in it. Like uh, it's, it, it's a sort of a horror in a way as well, isn't it, Nick? It's it's quite, Well, there's a few art pieces. Apparently, these are haunted art pieces or something. It's, it's like a, it's a, almost like a, an animatronic. Yeah, yeah, like a robot. Uh, Mister, I can't remember Mister Mister Howell. I think he's called something. Like that, yeah. um, and there's a really creepy bit at the end with um, between that and, and Jake Gyllenhaal, and you know, it was quite interesting. Mm. This is another. Netflix film where I don't know if he's got like uh, not Gyllenhaal but um, um, John Moffat I don't know if he's got some form of contract with Netflix but he's I doing thought just, that he's doing a lot of like almost not like minor parts pretty much in films and like in this stuff it was just a very minor part in it hmm. yeah I, mean, I, I don't know if he's got some and weird... the girl from um, Stranger Things was in it as well wasn't she she was the uh, the secondary sort of Assistant or whatever. I don't know what the. She was one of the like the. Um, she, was, she was a girl in it. The girl with the glasses, cute girl, small, petite girl. Yeah, she was. She was in Stranger Things. She was. Oh, I mean, I've not seen it, so yeah. I didn't know she was in it though. Yeah, but. yeah. The sister from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if John Malkovich has got like some weird contract. I'm not sure because minor, I mean, minor films potentially he has, but I mean, I'm not going to diss him because I thought he was better in this film than he was in Bird Box because in Bird Box it wasn't really his fault. And I think there was a lot of mistakes that happened in with the direction of, of Bird Box that made actors look worse than they were. Yeah. So when people watch that film, they're like, oh my God, Sandra Bullock's a shit actress. She's not. It's just the person who directed that film didn't mm. do a particularly good job. And I think it's, I think the budget for this film, I don't, I don't know. I think there were, apparently I've heard there were some specific rules in order to make a film on Netflix. You have to use a specific camera. No, I think that, that's right. They lens, have a production like. And you have to do it. Otherwise they won't, to, they won't yeah. let you. And that's maybe that's why they've got a certain look. But mm. I really don't like that look. Yeah. But then again, the 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 shot on nice cameras and lenses. I don't know what it is, but there's something about Netflix films and TV programs that don't look right. But there is that thing of like they're not filmic whatsoever. 
you could give two people the same camera and like they'd make two completely different looking things, wouldn't they? You know, like a real cinematographer would yeah, make definitely. it look amazing, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not doubting that because uh, with Nightcrawler, that was, that yeah, was yeah. really, really nice film. Yeah, so, aesthetically, I mean, just on the John Malkovich thing though, as well. I mean, he was a great actor, but I feel like he's turned into like Nicolas Cage nowadays. He's just like, hello. <laughs> That's not Nicolas Cage, by the <laughs> but way. It, it, wor- it works though, yeah. It, he'll just do like anything for a paycheck, it seems. He just keeps turning up in all these films just to. At least John Malkovich can act. I, I like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> in Mandy is amazing, Nicolas. He, I've not he, seen oh, Mandy. I've really got to watch to Mandy. It's so Where good can I film. watch this? Is it on. on I've got it on Blu ray. Can I get Blu ray? Yeah. yeah if you want to watch it on Blu ray, I'll bring it in. Yep. Yeah, so... Uh, it's aesthetically pleasing, isn't it? It's quite, uh, the colours are quite important in that. Mandy, it looks like it's filmed in 1983, kind of That's thing. cool. It's really grainy. Is know, it, for, really? Yeah, oh, it's almost like film. a Tarantino sort of grindhouse sort of Yeah, thing. that kind of feel to it, yeah. Maybe that could be a... Yeah, definitely, yeah. Cool. That old school look to it. Need to watch you, that. Uh, what you... Sorry, did he both rate Velvet Bustle? Oh, for what? what? Velvet Did he give it two? Velvet, Velvet Puss, or, um, yeah, I've already rated that, haven't I? Did not say it was two. Two is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 sorry, but I'm actually, I'm now starting to waver on that. I think now I've thought about it, it's even less, <laughs> an indiscriminate amount less. I'd probably go as high as four. I, I, I did quite enjoy the film. But I think did you I, enjoy it twice as much as The Predator? Uh, well, no, because I think they did too. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, One thing I didn't like about his performance was that he put a uh, a MacBook Pro on his naked balls. He's like he's naked because he's he's gay as well in the film, isn't he? And and his husband is naked for some whatever reason, hmm. uh, and they're pottering about the house together. And Jake Gyllenhaal has got this MacBook on his like knob. He's bollocko. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure. It's it's just like this the amount of this, heat that's generated from the bottom of one of them Macs. I've yeah. had a, I don't own a Mac, but I've had a Mac on my lap and it was hot. This is genuinely a thing. Like I heard about years ago called like toasted ball syndrome, like where people like literally because wow. they're so hot, they, the eggs they, they would do damage poach, to themselves. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't believe that. Yeah, Google that. Yeah. You'll, you'll find out yeah. all, all about that. <laughs> don't never put a laptop on your knee, <laughs> especially not one that's made by Apple. It's yeah. made out of metal. Yep. So, uh, sorry guys, you, you both done on Velvet Bus, so, yep. Yeah. Cool, I've got one more film. Uh, I watched uh, Green Book the other week. Have you guys heard about this? I have. I've heard about it. Yeah. actor who I'm quite familiar with. Mahashala Rally. Nope. Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, really good film. It's about uh, Viggo Mortensen plays an Italian kind of, like a doorman for a club. And Mahashala Ali is a, uh, a is a musician, but he's got a doctorate in, in music. And uh, he hires Viggo Mortensen to be his heavy to drive him around the deep south, playing these music concerts. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's directed by Peter Farrelly, who was one half of the team who did like Dumb and Dumber and uh, Stuck on You, uh, something about Mary. I, I always think, think it's when you see like uh, Jeff Daniels in a in a non comedy role, it always freaks me out. A bit weird, like. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it's just weird that like the Dumb and Dumber director did this. You know what I mean? Like I've watched like an interview with Vigo and about this film, and he's saying how, how it's just like a completely different challenge for the director 
we've gone from doing like comedies and rom coms yeah. and stuff like that, and, and, and to, to the this like pretty serious film. So yeah. I think apparently that's quite that's part of the reason it attracted Vigo to it because it's like, well, he's doing a bit of an album. Yeah, it might be interesting kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a film that's carried by the performances. Vigo's amazing, and Mahershala Ali's amazing, but Vigo, like, he, he put weight onto the role. He looks dreadful in it, like a big fat Italian guy, mm. uh, and he's driving him around the deep south. It's all about their relationship, and it's like it's just a charming film. You know what I mean? Like you, you come to really like them both and stuff in their relationship, and they learn about each other and stuff. Uh, like it's got getting a little bit of flack for the way it handles race relations and stuff like that. Said so it's not very sophisticated. It's very much like you know, an old an old timey view of like how uh, like Gran Torino. <laughs> a bit, yeah, yeah. How like the Deep South would react to like black people and stuff, yeah. and it's like. It's not trying to be that film. Like people are acting like it's Twelve Years a Slave or something. Yeah, it's just meant to be a charming little buddy road film. You know what I mean? Like just two guys on the road, just just you know, like being mates kind of thing. That's yeah. all it is really. And um, I really enjoyed it. I'd give that a four out of five. Uh, sort of for all the Oscars and stuff in it, so it might uh, might yeah, win a few yeah. awards. Probably but, more uh, like uh, one of those uh, Qui Gon Jinn sort of racist. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good film and enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm a bit The the musician, uh, the musician is in the film, aren't they? Oh, are they? I, I, like, apparently, like, there's a, like, are the Italian ones? Oh, sorry, the family of Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. 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 The Italian of his, um, sorry, the family of his are all in the film. Well, not all, but a lot of them are in the film. Right. Uh, I, think, I think he might go to a restaurant. That makes sense, because I, I believe that the family of the doctor aren't too happy with the film and like the way they portrayed the relationship and stuff like that. But it's based on a true story then. Based on a true story, yeah. But it's a just a really nice film. Dead shot, you know, like a charming little kind of Sunday afternoon kind of film, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, four out of five, I, I, I liked it. That's good. Yep. Five five, yep. Five. Nick, have you got anything else? Or? Uh, there's just one film I want to talk about. Um, or more, should we say. Um, Minority Report. What's that again? Spielberg, 2002, I think it was. Philip K. Dick, original. Uh, yeah. I'm a massive fan of most of his works. Yeah. I say most because he's not, not got a, a perfect record. Has he? No. Yeah. But he's yeah. made that many films that he's made really good ones and ones that are a bit I, 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 I think I think it's leaning more in the, in the, you know, most of his films are amazing. Yeah, I think this is probably one of the middle of the road ones. It's not not one of his worst. It's, I, quite, I quite like Minority Tom Report. Cruise, I'm, not I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise, but I like his sci-fi stuff. I'm not a fan of him in general. Yeah. Oblivion, I really like that. Like and uh, what's the Days of Future cool. Past? Or? Yeah. yeah. Which, um, oh, uh, some, like, yeah, there's another name for it in the Tomorrow Never Dies or something. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Bond film, that, isn't it? But <laughs> I think maybe it's called something different in, in, in America. Yeah, I think we've got the Diary P, they've got something like, so tomorrow's definitely in the title. Uh, the one I just said, I think. What was it? Tomorrow's. <laughs> tomorrow never dies. That's a Bond film, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. That's it. Yeah. Pretty sure I just said that. Oh, did you? <laughs> I thought I said that at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to listen back to this. Yeah. I just thought that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. My only issue when I first watched it, I've not watched which, it for years, but uh, my notes report, right. sorry. <laughs> the, it, 
it felt like there were multiple endings to it. It just kept on like the big revelation and it kept on going, big yeah. revelation, it kept on going. I feel like it should have ended like three endings earlier or something like that. Uh, there was one bit where it was like a causal loop where he finds the person who he thinks is taking his son. And if he had killed that person, it's like the whole loop fulfilling itself. Like yeah. they were came to arrest him originally to, to capture for the murder of the person he was going to kill for taking his son. And them doing that would be the reason why he then found the person who murdered. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what happens. I love time <laughs> travel films. I, I, yeah. I mean, this is a this is a time travel film, isn't it? Yeah. In the same way that Terminator is a time travel film. It's not. It's well, yeah. Terminator, Terminator is a time travel film. Yeah. Um, uh, Looper. Back to the like future that. kind Back of thing. Back to the future and stuff like that. I absolutely adore. Uh, uh, um, yeah, the whole loop of it kind of uh, thing. Primer and stuff like that. Yeah. Love stuff like this. And I obviously I've got a lot of time for um, Philip K. Dick as well. Um, I've read a couple. I've read Minority Report. Uh, there's a book that you can get called Minority Report. And it's got a few stories in there. One's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which, which is Blade, Blade Runner. Runner yep. The other one is Total Recall. And there's a couple of he likes replicants and synths, or whatever they're called in Alien yeah. or whatever. Uh, Blade Runner and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think he's got a very specific style, and I think if you if you read his work, it's it it's. I don't know whether people are going to agree with me, but when I've read when I've read his book, it just seems like something a, a college person would would write. Um, but the ideas are there, the ideas are yeah. amazing, but it's not written especially well. So I think it really yeah. lends itself really well to cinema. Just on that, like I feel like Stephen King's like that. Like he comes up with great ideas, but it's not the best writer in the world kind of thing. But his ideas are really good. Like I've never read a Stephen King book. I'm not a big oh, reader really? myself. But with Philip K. Dick, I probably it's probably a similar sort of thing. I'm not, mm. not sure. What do you guys think of Tom Cruise in it? Uh, I love Tom Cruise. I think it's an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a good job. Like, yeah. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible pervert. Love it. Yeah, I love all of them. <laughs> Scientologist, though, we need to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I am a bit jaded because of like stuff like that in his in his mm. But um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy uh, him in there. I really enjoy yeah. him in Terminator. Yeah, me too. Dan, <laughs> a, a lad we work with in our jobs. His his <laughs> dad used to be in the army. And he was in Edge of Tomorrow or really? Gary Pete, and he was the one who actually tasered um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that scene. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I love well, that, that film. That's our, our good friend Dan's, right? Dan's dad. That's very, very good. Mm. A little bit of trivia next time we meet him in work. Like Dan, yeah. heard about your uh, dad? Was it dad? Yeah. Dad, yeah. yeah. Dad was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tasing, <laughs> did he? <laughs> <laughs> uh. What are you? Uh, have you got anything more on that? Sorry. Or? What have you got to rate that as? I, I, I might have rated it differently at the time, but from memory, I'm going to say four out of five. It, it is a good film. It's fair enough. I'd say about a four or five, to be honest. Yeah. The, mm. yep. As far as Tom Tom Cruise films go, yeah, four out of five. As far as normal films go, probably like three point five. That's fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. What's your final? Your film? final film. My final film. Is good time. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson classic from, yeah, uh, was yeah. it 2017 or 2018? It's one of them two, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think it, it's, yeah. it's recent, yeah. yeah. Pretty Boy Arthur. 
Yeah, group. sparkle, sparkle twat. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the film. It's got um, I try. I don't know his name. Uh, oh, well, I'm yeah, the captain the, now, and he points to his eye. And, yeah, the pirate captain from Phillips. Captain Phillips. Yeah. Yep. Actually, uh, he's surprised me as an actor because apparently he was just. Like, like I think you were saying before, he was. Um, I think he wasn't an actor. He was before, just recruited yeah. from the area, and actually turns out he's a really good actor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the the brother in Good Time, who's like mentally challenged. Do you remember this at all? The yeah, he's played by one of the directors. Uh, it's Benny Safdie. He's called. Amazing. So like it's a, a brother team who direct the film, the Safdie brothers, and that's one of them actually in the that's film. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's all about like uh, Pattinson is like going around town trying to raise money so that his brother won't go, go back to the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Back to, like, the mental home, is that But I, f- I felt like watching it, it was almost like uh, Fear and Lowell in Las Vegas. I felt like I felt like I was on drugs watching yeah. it. I mean, there's no... Uh, it's not about drugs or anything like that, but because it's such a strange sort of... Uh, it throws you from, from pillar to post. He's really strung out just because he's on, he's, he does a bank job at the start yeah, of the film, yeah, which yeah. goes badly. It's, it's a heist film at the beginning, isn't it? And yeah. then it becomes something different, doesn't it? And then he's just, like, going from, like, job to job just trying to trying to find a solution yeah. to his problem kind of thing but you kind of you i really I, I didn't i didn't rate him as an actor this robert pattinson at first but with this film i yeah it's gonna know me now because i can't think of the name of the film but the safety brothers have got a film out this year called like rough gems or something or cut gems or hidden gems or something like that yeah and their follow-up film is out this year and that's my like number one most anticipated film for this year i think Definitely. it looks uh looks really good yeah right. i'll keep an eye out for that one what you giving good time? Yeah, I'd probably give it um, four out of five. Yeah, yeah. I'm really impressed with good it. Into, yeah. yeah, really art style as well. Interesting looking. I thought it was shot really well. I think it's shot on digital, but it looks good though, doesn't yeah. it? You know, most like films good. are these days, but yeah. you, you can get away with it. Definitely, yeah, great film. Yup. Okay, guys. So I think we're pretty much done with everything. Just got like one final question for you, if that's okay. Yeah. Taken from Reddit, as per usual. Uh, just find the question. Right up until the film you get a question from one of our, our lovely listeners. Yeah, if anybody, anybody... I'll do that again. If anyone does have a question, uh, you know, email us in. Uh, it's uh, don't spoil the ending at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So just any questions, send them in. If you want Nick or James to answer them. Flop them in. Yep. Oh, I was about to read out the Predator synopsis again. Forget that. (laughs) 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 Boss Nath. Okay. Uh, Which movie do you guys think is unexpectedly brilliant? Can I start with this one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, The first thing I thought of, I looked through my letterbox to recent watches, and the first thing I came across was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Man cartoon, the animated film. one, yeah. animated one. Uh, I I thought when I, I saw the first trailer at the end of Venom, I thought it looked like garbage. I was like, "What on earth is this going to be?" Uh, but then people were saying it was good, and I was like, "Oh well, I'll go along and check it out, see what I think." And it's not only good, like I thought it was absolutely amazing. Like it was really? such a good film. I've heard really uh, really good things about it. It's on my top five of 2018. Uh, Th- that's not even just animated films. That's films. That's just films in general. general yeah, like, yeah, it's that good. It's just fantastic, uh, dead emotional. You know, it like really gets you kind of thing, and it's such a weird, like stupid plot that there's done loads such of Spider Mans in it, isn't there? Yeah, all these universes come together, and there's like five Spider Mans in the same the same universe kind that of thing. Like the comics and stuff 
Yeah. So I think because it looks as though it's actually a, like a graphic novel brought to life, doesn't it? From well, I've only seen the trailer, but it kind of looks like a digital graphic novel, doesn't it? It does. Oh, it's like. Such a weird, like cel shaded look to it. Yeah. But it works great in three D as well. I watched yeah. it in three D, oh, and it was amazing in three D. Uh, cannot wait for this thing on Blu-ray. Uh, but yeah, I went into it with no expectation at all, thinking, I hate cartoons, I'm not going to like this. And it's one of my best films of last year, so right. I'll say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, I love cartoons, I love animated stuff, love Wallace and Gromit and Pixar stuff and, um, and things like that. And it kind of looks similar to that in a way. Yeah. It? It's more Pixar-ish than it looks actually drawn. As an animation fan, I think you'll find it interesting, yeah, to Definitely check it out. that girl. Yep. Um, what was the question? It was um, uh, what movie did you think was unexpectedly brilliant? So like something you're gonna kind of like think yeah. you're gonna hate it. Oh, I think the reason why I'm gonna pick this film is because I don't like the main actor in it as such. Um, That's a good reason. Yep. Lord of War, Lord of War. I didn't expect that to be great. Um, I like Jared Leto. I'll give, I'll give it that. Yeah. Well, well, you, don't, you, you know. I remember lo- loving it when it came out. I've not seen it for years now, Lord of War, but... Nicolas Cage, though. Yeah, but um, I, I, I've always liked Nicolas great Cage. Great film. <laughs> the intro to this film, literally, if, if you should watch it. On, it's on YouTube. Just type in Lord of War uh, intro, and it's the story of how a bullet or, or, gets, or, born. gets born yeah. in a factory, rolls along these conveyor belts and stuff, goes into these boxes and these, to these crates, and then people... And then it's a first-person perspective. The camera seems to be attached to like one of the bullets or whatever like an AK-47 or something. And then, like, uh, the lid will lift up on the box and you'll just see this Russian guy's face and he'll go, like, yep, yeah, that's good. And the box the lid comes back down and then you, the, you see, like, light leaking in from the box and then it gets spilled out on this, like, uh, this deck on the back of some, like, truck in Africa somewhere. And then you see, like, these child soldiers and, one, and they're loading them into the, into the rifle. And then, um, I don't, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's... Uh, it, it's an emotional uh, yeah it's a great intro it's a great film yeah literally yeah. the best in my opinion the best Nicolas Cage film is Jared Leto his brother in it yeah he's yeah. a cokehead brother or something it's yeah. years now, like 10 years since I watched it but yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch that Mate, again now. honestly it's, and, and the part with this plane gets um, it lands in, in some place in Africa I don't know where it is and um, the DEA and I can't remember the name of the DEA it might be might be um, Ethan Hawke. Right. It might be Ethan Hawke who plays like a sort of like um, uh, tobacco and firearms officer or something who, like who's that. And he's trying to chase after him because right. he's a gun dealer. I, it might, I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's Ethan Hawke. I'll tell you what, I'll check it. And if it is wrong, I'll take it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, this, this, this he's like um, sort of. Uh, chasing uh, Nicolas Cage's character down and basically Nicolas Cage lands this plane in the middle of the desert knowing he's hot that this plane's hot and stuff like that and it's full of uh, full of guns and ammunition and he just gives it and he just throws all these crates off the back of the, the plane to all the children and all the women and the, the and blokes and stuff of the village and he just gives them all the guns and ammunition gets rid of all the, the, the merchandise and then there's a, just a time lapse of uh, Nicolas Cage sat on the floor as this giant cargo plane gets dismantled by all these people around the village who just who were salvaging it for parts and you just bit. see it become just a shell and a skeleton and then eventually there's no plane it's a, yeah there's some really cool stuff about that film and it's I, I, got a lot of time for that film and 
I think it's the best film that I've spoke about tonight, in my opinion, even though I didn't think it was going to be. So I think Better than The Predator. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd give it four, four out of five. That's cool. I, I, I might check that out myself as well, actually. I know, yeah. I know I've never seen it, but I'm dead interested in yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Yep. And if you, even if you can't be bothered watching it, just watch the intro on, um, on YouTube because it's on there. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Nick, have you got anything you want to uh, mention? Honestly, I'm drawing a blank on the question. I really am. Um, the, for some reason, the, the one film that's sticking in my head, and it's a completely different reason for you anyway. You, you, you watched it because you didn't like the actress. I, this film, I, I had no reason to think it was going to be bad. I just heard it was amazing and I didn't want to watch it. I just had no reason. In my head, it wasn't going to be a good film and I don't know why. Um, but it was Leon the Professional and I, everyone was saying it was amazing and I was like, I'm not going to watch it, I just don't want it, I don't care. And I watched it, I was like, you know something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely amazing. This film. <laughs> Gary watch, Oldman in I that should, film is so creepy. I watched it a long time yeah. ago. I do that so often though, like The Godfather, I went for the longest time without watching The Godfather, everyone was saying best film ever made. And I was like, well, is it? You know, like thinking yeah, like, yeah. And eventually I watched it and loved it. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good actually. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> pretty <laughs> good, yeah. I don't think it's about, I don't think The Godfather's the best film I've ever made though. No, I, I don't myself. I either, think Goodfellas is better than Godfather. I, I probably do, yeah, I think yeah. now, yeah. 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 But, but yeah, like that, that's, that's why that's my answer anyway, because um, it, it was one of those ones where like, I, I, I do this thing where I often look at like the top films ever and I'm like, all right, so I'll, I'll just try and watch down the and that was one of them. I was like, ah, just, I just, it's just not doing it for me. I don't want to do it at all. I just, I'm not into the idea of it, or whatever. And eventually watched, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a good film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it is a good film. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think I, think I gave that a five star. I watched it. Yeah, I really liked it. Luke Besson when he was back when he was good. Yeah, he did a the Fifth Element straight after that, I think. Yep. Which was nowhere near the same sort of level, but still a different film. A lot of time for, for that film as well. Yeah. Right, I think we're all done, guys. Uh, anything else you want to mention or? No. No. <laughs> just, just James just was checking his notes. <laughs> on the back of the Rizzle. <laughs> Cool. I will mention uh, a week after this podcast drops, guys, I will be doing another one, but it'll be a solo one that time. Uh, I'll be talking about Vice and Glass, the new Shyamalan film. I'm a bit late with these two, but I'll talk about them too and my top five of 2018. I mentioned that on that pod as well. I'm interested to hear about the new M. Light Shyamalan ding dong ones. Yeah. So tune into that, that'll be up. But uh, the big news is that'll be ne- the week after this. The week after that is the return of Jono. Oh, Jonathan well, Jonathan Sumner is back on the powerful. podcast. He's not been on since early main Beastie podcast. Um, I think it's been about over 18 months. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's yeah. been long talked about, never came back on the show. He, 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 he would be known for such classics as uh, the Iraq Yeah. Definitely check out the Ratnoph- if you want to know all about John I'll check out Ratnophobia. You'll know all about his personal fears <laughs> and you'll be ready for the next episode. Uh, 
so yeah, Jono's back. And at the moment, we're thinking about talking about Roadhouse purely because Jono Road is a big fan. House. Yep. He's a big fan of it, uh, so... Um, people should go and listen to this just for this conversation, by the way. Um, <laughs> he talks about what his like worst fears, and and one of them is um, getting hit in the face by a twig. And it's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's one of his biggest fears. He said, and the other one was uh, oh, um, a, 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 a tire overinflating and blowing up in his face. Yeah, wow. it, it is good. It's really good. Oh, yeah, I, need to, I found a picture on Reddit the other day of a, of a big bump, a bubble, and a tire. Oh, well, John, John had already found it. He was terrified. Oh, has <laughs> yeah. he, already he showed us all. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, when I yeah. So uh, in two weeks' time, hopefully you'll be hearing John back on the pod. It'll be great, great times. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Uh, you can catch me at Taylor1980 on Twitter. And email uh, don't spoil the ending at gmail.com. Nick? Um, I'm at. <laughs> Is it D Nick? D Nick. Is that right? I'm at D Nick on Twitter. Um, I obviously don't use it that often. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't have an email, but um, you, can, you can get me on Letterboxd. I'd love, I'd love people to follow me on Letterboxd. It's uh, Mandy Nick, M A N D. Hmm. That's my letterbox. If anyone yeah. wants to follow me, great stuff. Mr. I'm on Instagram. If you want to follow me on, if you want to look at some weird imagery, um, James Sanders eighty eight on there, Instagram. If you're bothered, I say it every week it's interesting. All your work, very yeah, interesting. Interesting, like from the landscapes. Yeah, try and find weird creatures. My human safari on there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very good. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're all done, guys. Episode five's finished. Uh, anything else you want to add? Nope. Absolutely not. That was amazing. Absolutely yep. not. Cheers, guys. Cheers for coming and cheers for anyone listening. Uh, we'll be back in a week uh, and we'll see you all then. Yeah. See you later. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Kidding is what it's called. That show, that Jim Carrey. Oh. Called Kidding. Well, just, just mention it now and I'll put, it, I'll put it in at the end of the show. That's <laughs> what I have. But just say it now as if like, ah, that film, but without me cutting you off. Ah, that, that, that um, Jim Carrey series, it's Kidding. Ah. <laughs>